Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Mason. And we and, are back. And we are back. Another another week at it. This is week 15. It is. It, 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 it doesn't even feel like, I don't know, 15 episodes have gone by just like that. But then at the same time, thinking about when we started, I'm like, I don't know, it feels like it could be more, too. But, <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun, dude. Either way. It's in the middle there. We don't know if we're, we've been on too long or, we're, you know, we're, we're gelling. And it just, I think it becomes easier and easier. And it's fun. Yeah. It's I, still fun. Yeah, I definitely felt like a crapshoot the first few episodes. Like, I don't, I don't know what notes I'm taking or, you know, am I going to hold a piece of paper? Am I going to look at my computer? Am I yeah. going to... I definitely made Excel notes one time, and that was just terrible. That didn't work at all. (laughs) We're learning as we go still. We're still changing it up. Yeah. So how was your week, Mason? My week was good. It was really good. Um, You know, uh, work last week, you know, same old, same old, but celebrated a birthday on the weekend. We did. And you were there with me. Went to the Grizzly game. Oh, man. I, I've not been to a Grizzly game they've lost yet, so maybe we just got to get go to more Grizzly games. Dude, you're the lucky charm. Yeah, I think <laughs> I've only been to two, and they've won both. So I've been to a handful. And I'm undefeated, but... They've won all of them, so... Hey, maybe you're the lucky charm. Yeah, haven't lost when you, you're there either, so... Or we just keep got to go to these closing out games the series. <laughs> yeah. hey, did Grizzlies just step up to the plate every time it's the final game of the series? Yeah, it seems like on those three-game series, it's it's lose bad... Maybe go to overtime game two, and then third game, they've got it figured out, and they usually end up winning by a lot. Right. So. They, they, they finally figure them out after two games. And, and, the, and the other team's just like, oh, you know, what worked last game? Let's do that again. Yeah, we won. We won. And, but and we've, we've, I feel like we've noted a lot of weekends to the Grizzlies. They got three out of the possible six points. Yeah. That's they, another thing we said a lot. <laughs> no, they, they do usually get three out of six yeah. points. <laughs> but that's probably also why they're still what in fourth place. Consistently stayed in fourth in the way that they're like overall is eight or nine. They fluctuate in the whole league, and in that four spot in the West. Yeah, yeah. But we can get to some Grizzlies in a second. Anyways, Let's... we'll get back to that. But that yeah, my week was good, and uh, you know, had a good birthday whole day on Saturday. Breakfast with the family, Jeremiah's. You know, you know, nice. Jeremiah's. My we just I just got a call from my sister. It's my uh, parents' 50th anniversary. Yeah. And we're supposed to go to California. And I, I don't know if, like, some people aren't going to California or whatever, but they want to, like, all get together for the 50th anniversary, you know? So yeah. we're going to go to Jeremiah's for, for uh, dinner. For a dinner. I don't ever go there. I've been there for, like, lunch a couple of times. I've never been to dinner. So I guess we either get, like, prime rib or, like, chicken asparagus or something. Okay. And I guess they're going to ask. So you're going to get a plate of asparagus? (laughs) (laughs) Probably just a plate of asparagus. You want to know what, though? Like, this week has been a crazy week. Like, a nutso week. But on, you know, Friday, or no, it was Wednesday. I went to Chili's twice this week. but (laughs) Nice. So, well, let me just go through the week. Uh, You know, Monday, we recorded the podcast last week. Um, Tuesday, we had hockey up at Cottonwood because Lady Grizz invited... Girls that are going to be playing on the team next year yeah. to come in. And and Lexi will be playing up. She'll still be a 10U, but she's going to play with the, with the 12U. And that's that's great. The DC win 12U? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. This is Lady Grizz. Is Lex? Oh, wait. Is it is Lex actually playing with Lady Grizz? Or is she just yeah, like... Yeah. Right now, she's practicing. Next year, she'll probably try out and play with them. Oh, really? Okay. But she'll, so she'll play up one one level for that, probably. She's but, still playing DC win, too? Yeah, yeah we're going to do DC win, too. Solid. So... 
And so they've invited all the girls that, you know, want to play next year to come for these last few practices. Right. I mean, I think they planned on doing a another tournament, but it might not happen. So they have some practice. They said, well, why not let the girls that are going to join next year come and skate? So we did that Tuesday night. Wednesday night, we had one of our, like, private, not private, whatever. I just run a practice for, like, DC yeah. kids, you know. So we get a we get a smaller group out there and kind of more hone in on their skills, you know. And so we did that Wednesday. And then Thursday, we didn't have anything. And you actually then, had a free day on Thursday. Huh? Well, I mean, Alice had dance and stuff, so we still we had have the other stuff. sport. So, dance. you know, and I think I did something else. I can't remember. But uh, Friday, we had the championship game that night. And That's right. We got to get into that. Yeah, you yeah. had the ship. Yeah, so we did that. But what I was going to say is we went to Chili's after the championship game, and we went to Chili's after the Wednesday skate with the kids. And I got fajitas, and they made a vegan fajitas, and they were asparagus with, like, all the fried peppers and stuff. Ooh, okay. So instead of having a protein in there, asparagus with the peppers and onions, all that good stuff. Yeah. So that's what, I mean, that's where the point I was trying to get at when I started this, you know, so <laughs> maybe yeah, Jeremiah's can do some uh, asparagus fajitas or something. <laughs> I, I, I loved dude. it. It was delish, you know, expect, except for an asparagus is a lot longer than your fajita like shell. Right. So, so you, you got, got asparagus sticking out both ends, you know, so you can either like bite the ends before you dig into it or you can just kind of have hanging asparagus it, it kind of reminded me of like you know free willy how they put them in that little like thing where they lift them up that's what my fajita looked like <laughs> free willy hanging free out free willy so. asparagus yeah so I don't, that's a weird thing that I thought that's, of that's but. an interesting <laughs> that's what visual. I thought of when I picked up my small tortilla with the asparagus hanging out of both ends so thinking of like when they snatch up whales out the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? But uh, Free Willy is a great movie. It is. It's, you know, <laughs> a good movie. Good story. Second is, and wait, third is Free one? Willy a whale or is it a dolphin? No, he's a whale. He's a whale, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, so. um, So, yeah, Friday night, had the championship game. It was a, it was a close game, actually. So, it was. Yeah, well, was it 6-3? Yes. It ended up being 6-3. Which doesn't really sound like a close game, but it was zero mm-hmm. zero after first, and then it was three three after the second, and then it was six three after the third. So you guys pulled away. We did pull Closed away. It. Yeah. So it was. And a, you locked down. The third. Yeah, I know. I said, hey, and honestly, like, there's guys always joke like, hey, Nick, if uh, you don't, if you get a shutout tonight, we'll probably win. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I was, I was doing pretty good, and then I, I think we were up one nothing at one point. And I was like, oh man, I might have to get a shootout, a shutout tonight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I let in one. And I was like, oh crap. And then well, they went over. up, and then they went up two one on us, and I was like, oh man, if we lose this, all I'm gonna hear is Nick. If you would have got a shutout, we would have only won. we got the shutout. <laughs> that one goal would have stood. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, shut it down the third. We, we took home the trophy. I mean, really, we got to have it for a picture on the ice. And then we took it in the locker room for about 10 minutes and then we gave it back. So, yeah, it's a liability if you take, I don't know. Do they let you take it there? No. And, and we got the rundown of Bo, you know, he's got the trophy and he said it's a trophy. He won like when he was in like 14 years old. In oh, Phoenix, really? Arizona that he's just like. Pulled things off of and like, <laughs> like taking off things that say the what? year that he won it. So it's kind of like, 
<laughs> it's a really funny trophy and stuff. And like there's pieces broken off and we were joking about we should add some stuff to it and you know <laughs> should just remake it, dude, you know. Like, and yeah, the, and we talked the about the powerful cup. Yeah, we kinda talked about that about having getting one made. So maybe next year when you know, when we're in the men's league. When we're taking her home. When we're taking her and that was the other thing is like when I got into the locker room, the team already knew that like I was starting my own team next next season. <laughs> so you told me this joke, yeah. Yeah, so like they were already like just ragging on me for <clears throat> you know starting a new team and one guy was talking and they're like, Oh, we're gonna kill Cup Cup Talk when we play him next next <laughs> season, you know? And then someone was like, Yeah, they let the beavers back in and then one of the other guys like they did? Oh, my gosh. Well, did and I was you like, say no, 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 it's not the beavers. It's not the beavers. <laughs> did you say someone told you to hold the camera and take the picture? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that was, so after we, we get in the locker room for, like, you know, a locker room pick. Yeah. And, and Dallas right away just says, hey, let's get a picture. Here, Nick, you take it. Because <laughs> you ain't going to be here next season. So. One guy that's not returning. Yeah. But then it always, I mean, it looks pretty goofy when you don't have a goalie. You know, laying across the bottom or in, in the picture, you're like, how did you guys win without a goalie? I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. So, and then we did, we did get one other guy. To like, I was like, I want to be it. So, like, we did get one, but yeah, I, he didn't, he didn't post that one online. Oh, so, of course, so uh-huh. it doesn't exist. You know, <laughs> so no one's ever gonna know. No one's ever gonna know. It. I mean, other than, unless they look at the stat sheet or you know, there was photos. the one that I think we all shared one from the ice. So that one, okay. that one got the internet. So it was solid. You know. It was it was a fun and, game, and, and I and you were ro- repping the Beaver jersey the I, whole time. So you'd be like, the Beavers never went away, guys. That's right, Beavers guys. were here. Yeah, yeah. So I was wearing the Beaver jersey, which I wore all season. You know, it's the only two actually best damn jersey in the league. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> best dressed. <laughs> we got best dressed every season, if they awarded for that. But yeah, it was a fun season. It was a fun game, and. Looking forward to starting next season with the Welcome to Cup Talk team, and yeah, I'm excited. You know. Except for, yeah, we got to, I got to, to, you know, do some GMing still. So, you know, maybe we can lock that. We'll be posting. Maybe we can lock that Kind of like down. Uh, you see the Ogden Mustangs and UVU posting signed. We're going to be posting <laughs> images on the Cup Doc page. <laughs> we totally should. I'm going to get a picture of everybody that's going to be on the team, you know, and I'll be like, signed. It basically means he paid his dues. Yep. He gave us his whole 200 bucks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So for everyone who, for a pair of socks, so everyone who thinks they're on the, you know, the welcome to cup talk team, you know, Hey, as soon as you get your dues in, we'll get you up on the page signed. We'll, we'll put signed and then like comment like beavers or cup talk, you know? Well, no, no, there's no, not, no, no the there's not going to be. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple, there's a couple guys that are going to be playing on Bo's team. So, yeah. which they're going to, they're going to have a fun time too. And like, I think it's more fun, you know, again, playing against guys and, you know, and this Wednesday we're going to have a drop in skate. Yeah, uh, that yeah. would be fun. So we're going to get gonna, the boys together. We're going to get the boys together this week for a little drop in, you know, a little fun. Maybe we can get a ref. Yeah, get some stripes out. We've had a couple of refs a couple yeah, times. Yeah. Huh? You have it some just, buddies. I just like having someone drop the puck, you know. It's kind of nice. Yeah, to drop the a puck. Little, just adds a little pizzazz. You know, it's always fun, too, if they call like the. The lane, like the penalty that's very obvious and give you the shootout, you know, yeah, opportunity. We, we chases just, you down. Yeah, because well, we just don't, we just do the penalty shots instead of, you know, getting yeah. in the box. So it's always fun. I mean, everybody likes to do penalty shots. So that's what we try to do is have as much fun as we can on those skates. But uh, yeah, and then, so we won the championship. And then Saturday, 
we had dance competition in the morning. Yes, and this was not Egyptian theater, right? No, next door. Next, next door. door. Like literally like the same building, just next door. The other door. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez, excuse me. How did it go? How did uh, uh, Alice it, do? It went well. Um, you know, Autumn would probably kill me, but dance competitions are not my favorite. I do love watching my own daughter. Oh, I always took you, took you as like a guy, kind of guy that loved a good dance competition. <laughs> like, Season I, ticket holder to I get, do you know, not the like theater. them at all, but like there is something about watching my one daughter dance that I, that like, you know, tugs at my heartstrings a little bit, you know? So right. like, I guess everybody else has that. So I guess they're doing their job, but this one was like, it was everyone all together. When the last one was like, just our like one company there at once. And then we went home, but like this one was spread out and it, yeah. it was hectic. I don't know why anybody does it, but not the, the other way, but so that was Saturday. And then, you know, Saturday night was your birthday. I mean, the whole day was your birthday. It was but, my birthday. But Saturday night, we went to the Grizz game together. We lived the sweet life, you we know? We did live the sweet life. Jared, Jared Youngman, the, the VP in the Grizz organization for letting us, you know, sit in that suite. Yeah. That was an awesome time. It was a good time in the suite for the game. And, yeah, it was a great time. And, you know, it was a great game. Yeah, and if and it turns out if I would have, we'd have told him ahead of time, he would have got my name on the Jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, Happy we, birthday. we were joking about it last week, and we, we really should have told him, I guess, you know. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't know if they did that. Maybe we were out in the hallway, but I didn't see the birthday. Um, didn't yeah, come across yeah. the screen, at least while I was paying attention. <laughs> and so I'm like, maybe I would have been the only one. Yeah. Dang it. So. Opportunity. But hey, it was a great way to turn uh, 29 and spell, celebrate the last of my 20s here. With a grizzly wind, yeah, and all the little snacks you can want in there, and free yeah. drinks. Yeah, it was it was definitely a blast. So and we got to catch up with the Metcalf parents. Yeah, we did. That, that was, was really cool. That was a lot of fun, and you know, just talking about Garrett and you know, and all the good things in life, and definitely humble people and yeah. really great people, and you know, told Steve we want to get him on the you we know might the podcast. Get Papa Metcalf. Yeah, <laughs> so. Steve's an interesting. He's an interesting guy. I didn't realize what he does full time. He's a special agent keeping like child predators off the web. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully that's a future, you know, episode. But yeah, that was a blast. And then um, I don't know if you saw, we stayed after and skated. You know, the kids got to skate after the Grizzly. I game, remember, yeah. Which, like, I told Lexi, like, my nine year old self was like so jealous. Like, oh, yeah. To like, like be able to skate like dude the ice was all still like chipped up after the grizzlies they didn't you know? zam or anything before nothing that, yeah. yeah and it was what? like dude me as a kid like you know there was a, those couple of times a year that like, they did like the skate after you know with all yeah. the people and whatever but like no they got to put the hockey you know they actually got to you know, play they got to like, play yeah i mean there was only like four of them but they had a blast that's even out there. almost better sometimes you know like the whole ring to yourself versus like having a bunch of people out there I yeah mean, and the the best part about the whole thing was uh they left the the score on the scoreboards like that was one of the coolest things yeah still. like like the grizzly score was still on there they like put time on the clock for the kids you know <laughs> they actually had the clock going though. yeah that's solid i mean the only thing we we're missing was somebody calling the game and like some goal horns but Wait for way that you know go. Wait, that's awesome that like they can pull that off for you guys. And oh, I would man. did Jared organize that too? Yeah, 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 definitely. That's awesome. So I mean, 
it was a blast. Like, and I, I had so much fun just like watching my daughter out there on the, you know, I know we, we've probably both played at the Maverick Center, you know, they, yeah, they had some games there over the years, but it's, you know, it's, so, it's, you know, it's fun to watch your kid out there skating, you know, and I yeah. know, it was a little, little moment, you Especially, know, yeah, after, after a nice Grizz win, you know, you're sitting, playing, you know, sitting in the sweet life. We, we like walked then, past like, you know, the locker rooms and the, the Kansas city's bags were all in the hallway, you know, and see, I've never got to skate fresh off a Grizzly game. Yeah. You know, where the ice is still like, this is just where they were just skating <laughs> this bench. They were just sitting on it. Yeah. It's still yeah. kind of warm. Yeah. So it was totally cool. Totally fun. We, we hung out there. Way too late Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, what do you guys say? Like 10, 11 p.m. or something? Well, that was like 10 midnight. Or midnight, huh? We we left after it was Sunday. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, though. And so it, we had a blast. And then actually, um, Sunday, I got a text from um, Jay and Jared that they needed a goalie for their men's league game. <laughs> oh, sick. Did you go play? I went and played with them again, you know, Is that yesterday. In the UHL? Yeah, yeah. So went out to Cottonwood, was on the ice again. So I was on the ice like four times last week. Dude, what a week. So Jared plays too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't so realize. We played in the that game. So and you guys win? Well, I was doing pretty good and then, you know, I the only two goals I had let in for the first two periods, like one my defenseman tipped it in and then another one like went off our guy's <sighs> skate then, you know. So like I was doing pretty breaks, good. Breaks. And then Third period came around, and I had a guy run me. You got ran? Yeah, like... The new goalie in the UHL? Like and, the, like, he dude, ran me from behind, so I didn't, like, see it. Ooh, and, like, what? the ref came up to me and was like, yeah, the, your your guy pushed him. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like I couldn't see anything, You know, right, like, but. that happens, I think, most times in the NHL or whatever, when a goalie gets hurt by someone running him. It's mostly, like, the defensive fault, you know? You usually see a lot of guys forced in there, yeah. Yeah, but Autumn had a... Decided to pull out her camera right then. Did she? And uh, got it. And, dude, the guy did not get pushed oh, out. Oh, man. <laughs> let's let's post that and be like, forced or not? You know, yeah, question yeah, mark. yeah. <laughs> like, intentional? <laughs> question mark? <laughs> yeah. We should. We should. I'll definitely put it up. But so... Yeah. And it was a fun game. and But I, I maybe they rattled me because I let in some shitty goals yeah. after that. Like, just... Cottonwood is hard. Like, the crease is... Is basically wider than the the ice. Like <laughs> there's no crease. It seems like it's so light, and then the sun shines in right on your crease. Those you windows, yeah. You can't see anything. So I was off my angles, and I let in some terrible goals. Were you against the sun like two of the three periods too? Like was it coming? No, in your I was eyes coming or... in from the side. You know, so eh, on both sides. But uh, we ended up tying, and okay. uh, they went to overtime. Then they go to overtime regular season. So. Went to overtime, and then we won in overtime. So Nice. Okay, so you still got the dub. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, you know, I let in some crappy goals, but hopefully they'll still call me back, you know, Yeah. because <laughs> we still got the W. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I still won. My winning percentage is 1-0. Yeah, my, yeah. You know, a record. <laughs> so, you know, that was Sunday night, and then Monday, here we are. So Let's get a week for you. That, that, was, that was like... Yeah, I was way too much time on my so week. So <laughs> I thought I had a really good week, and then you told me about your week, and now I just I want to go home and start kicking the wall. And, no, I hate Mason, my life sucks. Mason's just gonna go home and like start doing everything this week. Like, well, we're gonna be on the ice on Wednesday. But I'm gonna get a Wednesday skate, that's for sure. So I mean, we have practice tomorrow again, and but no, no game on Friday yet. But 
when does the league start back up? Or uh, it's going to be May nineteenth. I heard so we got a month. Okay, so we'll get month some break. skates in before then. Let's do it. So, yeah, and yeah, I mean that was my week, and that's what's going on in youth hockey or whatever. <laughs> that's a solid. Also, week, you know? highlighted yesterday, I forgot to mention this, but uh, I don't know if anybody out there knows that like hockey cards are like unexistent like right now like you can't buy nba cards nfl cards baseball cards like, i did not know this like they are a hot commodity so they're like all these other pastimes and home stuff right now it's just like yeah like selling like hot cakes like and if you go to walmart target they're they're always sold out and target isn't even has like a thing that says limit three per customer for like baseball cards and nhl yeah, cards you can only cards. buy wow. three per customer when like i feel like two years ago they couldn't give them away yeah, do you like those aisles were always full, like stocked, overly full. Yeah, like so um Sunday I had to run in for some stuff and I I was just like perused by the you know, the cart right. and dude four boxes of hot the brand new series two upper deck cards. Did you buy them all? Oh hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. It was eighty dollars worth of cards, but I bought them all. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna pay my kids to do their chores for the next, you know, month. I got a fresh Patrick Kane in mint condition. I don't know. Probably Actually, what is the, what is Lexa? You know, I, I forget her Matthews. name of, uh, not Lexa, Alice. Oh, she likes a Nick Ritchie, but Nick Ritchie, when he played for the Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> so, but she does have a Ducks, Nick Ritchie, like rookie card now. Ben got it for her birthday. I'll come clean the house if you got a, you know, a fresh Sydney. <laughs> Cindy Crosby. There, you know, or see if I can get a, a guinea. See if I can get a Jersey material Sydney Crosby card. Yep, I'll be over here mowing the lawn, dude. <laughs> you probably saw my hands and knees scrubbing the floor. You probably saw my lawn as you came in. It definitely needs a mow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah, it, well, I'm not a lawn guy. You're not a lawn guy. Not really. And we have, and we're on HOA, so we're supposed to get the front yard mode. You know, but they always like wait as long as they possibly can, and I'm just like. I hate them and penny pinch. I'm like, I already paid these guys too much on my HOA. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> so like, I'm not doing a lot. Oh, yeah. Hillary, I think, actually did do. She mowed part of it or like trimmed. She, she cares so much about the yard. And I'm like, no, that's on them. They do that for free. Yeah. They take my 90 bucks every month for nothing. Yeah. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. So, yeah, I'm, I hate lawn work, but I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan either. Yeah. So got to mow the lawn. Maybe I can get some pack cards from Autumn. Mow the lawn this week. <laughs> she'll give you back the cards that you bought. Yeah, she'll give me a pack of cards for mowing the lawn tomorrow. You can open this package today, Nick. Yeah, we all we all got open one just for fun yesterday, but that's all we've opened. So, what was the best one? Um, best card out of that. Alice got a Austin Matthews. Ooh, she got a Matthews. Oh, here's the coolest thing about yesterday's card opening. You know, was a. Uh, we opened up the cards and they had like the Young Guns, which is basically a rookie card. Yeah, they're called Young Gun cards. And uh, we got, um, I forget his first name, but Adam Foote's son. Oh, really? You know, he, but he was drafted for the Lightning or whatever. So, like, it was a, I can't even think of his name now. But, uh, and then he played his first game for the Devils. He got traded to the Devils, but he played his first game yesterday afternoon. After you opened the pack, huh? Yeah, so, like, we had the TV yeah. on, you know. It's so like, That's we sick. just opened up his rookie card, and then they were interviewing him about his first, you know, game, and his dad was in the building, and so it was pretty cool. That's solid. Dude, I only, I never collected the sports cards. I was a nerd with, like, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> as a kid, dude, and I, like, but I, I didn't hold on to him, but I had a, a Sidney Crosby, Ramuski, Oceanic card. 
Ooh. in the plastic, and I don't currently know the location. <laughs> I don't think it's gone, but I don't know where it is currently. And I'm like, uh, man, I gotta, I do want to find that. I don't know if it was actually worth anything or not. I think my like girlfriend in high school got me for it on eBay. Oh, but it was cool. sick to have. I was like, dude, the Ramuski jersey, you know, dude, young. That's cool. Young Crosby. That's cool. But that's my one claim to fame. I, I know, Nick, if you ever see Nick's like, boxes and boxes, <laughs> well, now binders. I think you, did you finally move into binders? Yeah, well, was? most of them. I still have like some of the collections in boxes and stuff. So, and the extras and mismatched ones, you know. Maybe now I got, a lot, I got a lot still on in boxes, but yeah. But I also collected comic book cards when I was a kid. Oh, they have comic book cards, like, like X-Men, stuff like that? Yeah, or? so I mostly, like, they were, like, movie cards, like, when, like, a new Batman movie came out, like, they had cards from the movies, had, like, a bunch of, like, Batman Forever cards. Oh, okay. And then I collected, there was a comic book series that was DC versus Marvel, which is kind of yeah, a cool yeah. series, so, like, it's, like, the Hulk versus, you know, Superman and stuff like that, so. Yeah, those are, all, that, the movies weren't bad, they were they like had the DC, and they they did a DC versus Marvel, didn't they? Or no, no, they just said Batman versus Superman. That's yeah, what it yeah, was, yeah. huh? Yeah, Batman no. and Superman are both DC, but yeah. So like Batman versus Wolverine, and there was some guys who like had ties, and so like that that character like merged, and so oh, like I have cool. a, I have what's called a Dark Claw card, you know, which is like Batman and Wolverine put together. Oh wow! I didn't know. So they like <laughs> mix them up and everything. Yeah, huh? yeah. So they're pretty cool. That's kind of neat, though. That's I mean, that, that's kind of fun artwork and stuff. To well, it's cool because you know, you, you know, it's either DC or there's Marvel. So like, all these cards are like DC characters versus Marvel characters. Yeah, and the two fun series. I, I mean, I I go see all the movies every time Disney puts out <laughs> another Marvel movie. Now they're always fun. Yeah. Even if it's cheesy. I saw the latest Wonder Woman and my family was hating on it hard. Dude, that's DC, man. That, ain't Disney. that was DC, I guess. I know. I'm you know, similar concept, okay? I'm going back and forth here. But, but go ahead tell me about the Wonder Woman. Movie. My family didn't they did not like it. And because the, there's like all these like running scenes, you know, where she's like running and I, did she go back in time or no, she's just like running from location. And I was like, dude, it's Gal Gadot running. Why are we complaining? Yeah. What is to complain about that? Nothing. She can run. The, the whole movie could have just been her running on a treadmill. I would have watched it. <laughs> Gal Gadot goes running on a treadmill. Six hours of YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> One view. Mason. <laughs> Still viewing. No. <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. But you want to hear something funny about the... Um, What's going on, yeah. Wonder Woman, second, the second Wonder Woman movie is like... Benny wrote me and he's like, Hey, have you seen the new Wonder Woman? And I was like, No. And he's like, Oh, okay. And I was like, Well, I'm going to go watch it now. So I watched it. And <clears throat> the plot line. So, like, we we made this movie, like, with my nephews, like, probably like five years ago, maybe even longer, but it's called The Talisman. Yes, I remember The Talisman. Yeah, it is you the should. exact storyline. You was that the storyline of Talisman? You was wish it? for something and something disappeared. Oh, that's right. That that is what the Talisman did when you made yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, out. it ended a little bit different, and you know, but like it was only one person wishing, you know, but and you could make as many wishes you wanted in our little movie, but yeah, it was the exact same spotlight. And I called Benny. I was like, "Dude, Wonder Woman two, Talisman." He's like, "I know." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "I didn't want to ruin it for you." <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything until you yeah. watched it. So that was awesome. I I feel like we have gone 
off the we're, rails. We're really off the <laughs> we rails. Know, right we now. are. Like... We haven't even made it past the first segment yet. You know, we talked men's league, and then we're talking Dude, DC we're, Marvel. We're off the rails. We're probably gonna hit the ocean here soon. We're so off the rails. <laughs> we're that far off. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, so get there, out the boat and let's you know. Well, I mean, there's get no, back to shore here. There's no college hockey either, so that's the thing. Is yeah. So Utah college hockey is just you know some tryouts right now. Yeah, I mean, there's been a few. There's been a few tryouts and a few signings as we signings, yeah. right? If you see the right in- Instagram page, you know there's UVU signings. UVU's posted a couple like videos of like kids like signing their thing, you know, That's right awesome. outside the, the, the locker room contract. Yeah, right outside the locker room because the peaks they have like a green door UVU locker room, so they sign it in front of that. So oh, beautiful. It's cool for the kids. You know? hey, I mean, that's that's a good use of resources, I guess. You know, I, 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 it's fun. You know what? And that's the thing with like hockey is like no matter what level you're playing, you should always have as much fun as you can at your level. You know, and everybody always jokes like it's just ACHA. It's just men's league. But it's hockey. And we're all still playing it. We're all still having fun. And, and I think you should have as much fun just like because you know what? That might be the highest hockey you ever play. So, yeah. so just treat it like it's, you know, it's something cool. Like you're proud of it. Like, you know, like there's nothing more annoying than when you're playing men's league or whatever you're playing. And then one guy that's the try hard, like gets beat. And then he like pretends like he doesn't care at all. Yeah. Or like says like this stupid comment, like I'm used to faster hockey than this or something like that. And like, dude, you're getting burned out there. Yeah. What do you mean? You're used to faster hockey. You want to know what's my, my number one, like thing that annoys me that people say. Like in hockey, like, dude, you don't know how high of hockey I've played up. You know, how, how high of hockey yeah. I've played. Like, nobody cares. And you, because, see, the, the thing is, like, you don't have to say a line like that, you know, if you're really a good player. Yeah. I don't, like a good dude. Yeah. You know, like, you don't have to remind us all of yeah. where you've been. Yeah. You know, like. We're both here now. This is where we are right now. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's like refs that like are like douchebags and like they like and you like complain or something like, dude, you don't know how high of hockey I've played. I'm like, well, why are you ref in men's league games? Yeah. What huh? are you doing, man? <laughs> you obviously didn't make it. Dude. There was something <laughs> wrong or you weren't good enough. Yeah. So like to throw that out and like just like it's so like uh, a dumb bullying yeah. like tactic to like make fun of someone that they're not as good as you. I know. And you never know too. Like like someone could say, I played at this level, but they could have been the fourth liner who really the team just wanted their dues. So yeah. they're on the team. You don't know like the story. And you're like, yeah. yeah, good for you, dude. I don't see the stats. I don't know. Yeah. But right now we're sitting on the same bench. So can we just play this game that's yeah. in front of us? Yeah. And there, I mean, the one guy who's like egos hurt and like doesn't play defense at all. Like, you know, yeah. he only takes breakaways. That's it. He doesn't yep. want to go past his side of the red line. Yeah, you know? like he he loses the puck to like a bender, and he like pretends like, oh, I don't even care because it's men's league. Yeah, like and doesn't try. Like so, basically, we're playing a four on five every time you're out there, dude. Yeah, and like it, it's so funny how those guys like in the very first five minutes or the last five minutes, they're like trying so hard in the rest of the game, like they just don't care. Yeah, because so they look like the biggest non-factor on the team. For yeah. 90% of the game. Yeah. And like, I mean, once they get that puck on that breakaway, like, oh, you want to see what I can do? Oh, now. Now it's I'll on. Like, you. Well, you better be able to perform, dude. You're fresh. You haven't <laughs> tried at all. You're not even sweating. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about the guys who like wear the Weber State bucket like 10 years after. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. I played. 
And that's fairly recent too, because for the longest time, at least from what I remember, the Weaver State didn't. I mean, they just wore black buckets. Yeah. Most for a long time, so you didn't really know unless they had like stickers. Like I got stickers when I was there, and was, they peeled off pretty quick. Or like you know, <laughs> or I got a new helmet. I don't know, but yeah, the purple buckets now for the last like five, six years they've been using. You can totally, you can yeah. see it, you know. But I mean, I guess I don't like fault them too much for wearing it because they do pay for it. You know, like <laughs> you pay for yeah, dues and ACHA. True, yeah. So like, like I think. I heard from someone that the dudes at Weber State were up to like twenty two hundred bucks on the, for the season, Dang. and it was like getting they would like ask for it earlier and earlier, you know, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, well, you, you kind of you bought it, you know, like you didn't just get <laughs> like you were playing for free yeah. and getting handed. I guess I guess you know, I like guess when they leave their like stickers on, you know, more. Yeah. But whatever, the purple bucket, there's no getting around that, like, <laughs> and the purple gloves, I guess too. But yeah, that's just. I, I think it's funny. I mean, if those and there's a lot of guys who played college hockey around here that like come into the men's league and do they're the coolest dudes. Yeah. And but there is a you know a stereotype out there that there there's a lot of douchebags that <laughs> still trying to live the dream or think yeah. the scouts are up there. Like somewhere. I always I always say to the guys like, dude, there's no scouts here. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's no scouts. <laughs> dude, I remember when I was uh, playing Utah in the county men's league, there was this kid that came out for the U. And but this was like before he had started his Utah career, he got on a men's league team and he got on like the worst team that, that had been the worst team for a couple of seasons in the County called the Dew crew. Like they wore green mountain Dew jerseys and they won the championship that season out of nowhere in the summer. And like, everybody was like, how, how did they do it? And it was this kid and his name was Josh Dangle. And it was awesome, dude. He willed. Yeah. Like the perfect name for hockey. And then I saw his stats later the YouTube. He was like, their leading scorer for multiple seasons. So like it was just somehow nobody knew who he was because he came in from out of state and he hadn't started his Utah career. Yeah, you know, he was just going to school there, I think, and just you know happened to play too. And yeah. uh, so they let him in like D three men's league, you know, for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> he just willed the worst team to a championship. You want to know what's funny? I know the guy who ran the Duke crew team because I worked for him with him at Pepsi, and also I lost in that championship game. Oh, to Josh Dangle. To the Dew Crew. To the Dew Crew. <laughs> you were in that game, huh? That's how I met Tobin. I think that was right before I started playing County, or maybe what maybe I was playing. We got knocked out earlier. That's how I met Tobin. Oh, is it? Was like, it's so funny how like you have all these friendships that are like, you're like such good friends, and it was like you're, you were on a random team together. But like, yeah, me, this is like one of the Beavers hiatus summers, you know? Yeah. We went off on a bad note in the winter, and so we went was to the Was it a Beavers team in the championship No, game? no, no. So we went to um, Tobin, and we were the Frogs, something Frogs. Oh, I don't remember Frosty that name. Frosty Frogs. I don't know what we were. Okay, so you made it all the way to the championship, though. <laughs> but yeah, we made it all the way to the championship, and we lost in overtime to the Dew Crew. And yeah, I talked to his name is Mike Mike Jones. Okay, Mike Jones, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, he worked at Pepsi, but and like I didn't know he was the goalie for that team until later on because like we were talking about like hockey and he played hockey and he's like, yeah, you know, and and then I like mentioned <clears throat> about that. You know, doing that and playing the Duke crew, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, that was my, that was the best game ever!" And I was oh. like, "Oh man," because you were the goalie in the, the, you uh, the know nice what? end of it. That game is why I don't like faceoffs in my zone. Like, is you know how, how most ended? goalies like you know yeah. will do whatever they can to freeze the puck. 
I'm like the exact opposite. I'd rather have the plate just keep going. Because you don't want the face off. I don't right like there, the so face off. Yeah. I don't like it. Because what happens to me is like, okay, you're all yes down here and we can, you know, maybe we might win it, but there's a 50% chance we lose it. And then you have nine guys standing in front of the guy with the puck. And that's yeah. usually when you get you screened. You can't see anything. So my, my mentality is like, hey, if I stop it, and I can give it to you. We have a hundred percent chance at having possession. Yeah, if we can get us out of the zone, we can at least try and break out from here. The puck's not in. Yeah, there's nobody in front of me. Nobody's taking a shot with a wall in front of me. If I hand so, it to you, if you've ever played again with me, and I you like think Nick never freezes the puck, it's because I don't really like to. I'd rather keep the game going. I like the op tempo of that. Like I like when the, the goalie can dish it out because it just keeps it going. Like the face off, you know is is a pause and I don't necessarily love the pauses. I guess if you're trying to get a line change, yes, it's nice, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I kind of like to keep going, dude. Like I like the speed. Yeah. And like, it, so it, you know, like me, like I, I save it and sometimes I'll drop it and just pass it away. And like a lot of my teammates don't like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, dude, I don't want to face off in our zone. So yeah. I'm going to keep the puck moving. Let's I'd go, rather skate. Yeah. I'd rather skate to the side, drop it, and play it myself than freeze it. <laughs> <laughs> Way out of the net. <laughs> yeah, like if I could just tell the ref before, like, hey, if you lo- if you think I'm gonna freeze it and I have a chance, I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna go to the side of the net and I'm gonna shoot it out. <laughs> I'm gonna glass yeah. it out, you know. <laughs> yeah. Chip it off the board yourself. Yeah. So I would way rather play it. So if you play with me and you think it's a pet peeve, that's why <laughs> I do it. <laughs> I don't mind. Unless it's just clearly not a good time to hit the puck out of the, <laughs> out of the net. You know, if there's three of their players around, like, come I on, all, please. I also the love. Yeah, and I also don't love when your defenseman, like, try to, like, pass it to you to, like, freeze it. Oh, yeah. Because you just never know, man. Like, some weird bounces happen. Mark one time scored on me because he tried to... <laughs> He was trying to give you the pass. I, huh? I'm pretty sure he scored on me, you know. And there was a time that I literally went out, played the puck, and turned around and shot it in my open net, you know. Oh, wow. You got all hungry, like, for a goal. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> I see an empty net right there. Oh. Yeah. That was my own water bottle I, that I, I just w- knocked up. I went out. It was about at the, the dot, you know, the face-off dot. I grabbed it. There was a guy coming down. I turned to, like, because, like, none of my team, I think my team went for a line change. I'm like, Thanks, guys. guys. Like, <laughs> so I was just going to turn around and shoot it behind the net, you know, around the boards, and I, I line Big drive it. down or something. Bar down. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it didn't go bar down. It was, it was top shelf. <laughs> and at that point, I was, I was pitching a shutout at that point. So you got your prettiest, like, top shelf goal on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and they did score another one on me. So at least I, you know, didn't. You was weren't it? the only one on the scoreboard, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they, did, they probably didn't even give me the goal. They probably gave it to someone else on the other team, but... <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so... I do like to play the puck, though. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. It keeps... And it's, it's nice for the time, too, you know? There's enough pauses in men's league games sometimes that you're like, man, this is like an hour and a half, dude. Let's, let's yeah. keep her going. Can we yeah, do like, run time? Yeah. <laughs> well, in the Bountiful men's league, we do 20-minute run periods. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so the, see, so the longer, the less, you know, like face-offs we have to take, the longer the game the really is. The more time is. you get the puck, yeah, like to actually move. So. Okay. But yeah, so let's get to like an actual like section. Let's talk Grizzly hockey. I mean, I know we have touched on it already, but let's let's 
touch on it. Yes. A little harder. And I was just going to mention, any of you ACHA hopefuls, Utah State sells a tryout coming up at the end of May. The Utah has a tryout. Like about a month from now, theirs I saw is 115 bucks to register at this point. It looks like they had some cutoff dates, and this is the final cutoff. But, hey, if you're hopeful to play some ACHA hockey, you can still make a couple tryouts if, uh, you know, you're going to college this year. That's all I got to say on that. Oh, all right. We can well. move on. Oh, is and there? the Women's ACHA Championship is tonight, I guess, on Hockey TV. Yeah. Uh-huh. The only, the best place I found to do ACHA research is just on Twitter, actually. So if you search <laughs> ACHA on Twitter, they have D1, 2, 3, and women's. Oh. That's where, like, the latest updates Who's are coming playing? from. Who's playing? Who's uh, playing? Minot State and Liberty. Oh. This is, like, the third season Liberty has made. I think they're one back-to-back. Okay. So they're going for number well, three. Maybe there'll be an upset. Or the and I think beat. the rest of the divisions conclude this week, so maybe we can have an update. Nice, yeah. Next we'll, week, we'll, we'll look into that. At you, you know, I know so many people care about ACHA hockey. <laughs> hey, we do in Utah, but right? We do because that's what are, we got. What our teams are, the hockey house cares. But hey, yeah, the hockey house podcast. <laughs> Shout out to the hockey house podcast. <laughs> They're good guys. Yeah, ACHA guys. But uh, you know, let's talk about the other hockey we have here in the state. Dude, ECHL pro hockey. And it's like calling ESHL is almost like, it, yeah, it's like basically AHL. Yeah, pretty like, much. Like, I mean, you had a, you used to have Skinner on the team, which you know just barely he signed, signed an NHL yeah. contract, and now he's playing up at, I think he's playing for Rockford. No, is Wolfpack Rock- the Wolfpack? Is that yeah? Rockford, is that Rock- Wolf- I think it is no, Rockford. Rockford Hogs. It's the Wolfpack. So is it Ice Rangers. Hogs? Rockford Ice Hogs or yeah? But he's playing for the. Um, the Ranger affiliate the Ranger team. affiliate team. So yeah, I think it's the Wolf Pack. But um, yeah. So I mean, it's really good. I mean, Matt Boucher is tearing it up, dude. Boucher, and he's a little guy, man. He's like I don't know. He's five. He, I think he's listed like five eight, five nine, but he looks like a five seven when you're watching <laughs> the game. I love it, dude. I mean, he's, I'm a little guy. He's got that mustachio going, you know. Yeah, he's like he looks like a St. Louis size guy, you know. <laughs> But he's also got a lot of penalty minutes to go along with all his points and yeah. shots on goal. So he's just, he's a fun time. He's a little firecracker. You know, like, honestly, when we were watching the game, like, when there was something, like, really exciting going on, which was a lot, yeah. he was on the ice. No, He yeah. was always on the ice. And whenever he's on the ice, dude, the puck is moving. Yeah, and he sniped for that first goal oh, on dude. Saturday night. It from was, the top of the circle. Dude, it like hit like all four bars, you know? It was, <laughs> it was like a dude, pinball machine. It was a laser. Just bing, 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 bing. I saw the, like the, the points like rack up on the like the high score chart. <laughs> <laughs> New high score. Two ball, two pucks popped out after like extra puck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hockey ski ball champ. Yeah, champ. yeah. So that was, yeah. And that game was a blast. Um, they lost on Wednesday. Yeah, so they didn't actually get killed in any of these games. They lost poor five OT loss on Wednesday. Yeah, so tough, tough break, but they got a point. Yep, and then a two one loss. That was our boy though, Garrett Metcalf. Yeah, he got the start on. And when I saw I got the start on Friday, I was like, oh man, I wanted to see him play in the net on, on Saturday, but he's still killing it though. He had thirty five or thirty seven. That's yeah. tough though. You know, you save that many shots, you lose two to one. Tough yeah. break. So put him to two and two. On the season, but still a solid game. Oh, yeah. But, uh, what is it? It's Peyton Jones on Saturday. Yeah. And he balled out. You want to know what was funny? You you said, oh, dude, he's almost got the shutout. And then he got scored on. I was like, because like, you said that? it. And I was like, 
Man, like, the yes, curse, that's dude. the thing you the don't say. Did. Like, sorry, Jones. I mean, Mason said it. Sorry to, he probably cursed you, but <laughs> I was feeling high and mighty. It was my birthday. I was like, I can do what I want. <laughs> I can do it. I can ruin a shutout if I want to. So yeah, I mean, and I really, I honestly you, don't remember saying that. You don't? No, but I do remember. I mean, I'm a goalie. Maybe, maybe I like I noticed that because like as soon as someone says that, it always you know that that's the curse. Like, like when you go to the bench before the third period and you haven't let it go in, someone's like, Nick, make sure you get the shutout. And you're like, thanks, buddy. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. it. There it goes. Yep. So, you know, that's that's what happened. But but it was, it was still- like 50 seconds left. That guy, that move was crazy. He jumped over the defenseman and then yeah. snipe bar down. You're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> you that, can have that. That happened. You can have that. A little too late, but hey. So they won four to one. So they got on Saturday, but they did get three out of the six points. They did once again <laughs> splitting the points. Because Friday wasn't an overtime, right? It was just no. two one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they got three out of the six points. You know, yep. they're hovering right around that fourth spot in the West, still staying there in the fourth spot, and you know, alternating kind of eight nine. But it's crazy because they're only one point ahead of Rapid City, who they play this next week for three games. Um, they actually are tied in points with Tulsa, but they have a better winning percentage. No, they play they play Allen this next week. Oh, no, okay, I'm, I'm getting mixed up. Okay, so Rapid City, they're playing Allen. So, yeah, but Rapid City, they're only ahead by one point. So they don't have room for error. And then KC, they just played this last weekend, was two points behind them. So, like, that West, they're all just right there. So. Yeah, and they play Tulsa on the 30th and the 1st. And that's the la- that was the game we watched them win. Yeah, Last time a couple weeks Tulsa. ago. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, but their next homestand is, it's a four game series against Rapid City, at home. Yeah, they so they play, need that. They play Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Yep. So that's the May fourth through the eighth. So four games in four days. Yeah, it's four, or five, eight. and then seven, eight, right? Yeah, four four games in five days. After this next uh, six-game road trip they got over the next couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're not home until then, but four home games in one week. So if you haven't gotten to a Grizzly game, you know you can get four in one week. That first week of May there is going to be the time. <laughs> um, and, you know, our, our overall, our boy now, Garrett Metcalf, is 2-2 uh, two and two as a starter with that 1.24 goals against and a 96% save percentage. Not, not too shabby still. No. So. You know, five goals on 125 shots. Yeah, and and we were talking to his dad, and his dad pointed out, like, you know, there's only 13 teams in this league playing right now, so to have a spot on a, a roster is a really, you know, fortunate thing to have. So he was very, you know, humble about, you know, he was very grateful that, you know, they gave Garrett a shot, so. Yeah, his parents were awesome. His mom thanked us a bunch of times for having him <laughs> on the podcast, and I was like, well, we thank Garrett. Yeah, yeah. Garrett is more big time than us, man. We were yeah. excited to have his him parents, on the podcast. His parents were so sweet and so nice and, you know. Humble beginnings. Shout out to them, so. Yep. But, yeah, so Grizzlies are doing pretty well. I mean, still right around that same spot, but but Matt Boucher, Boucher, whatever you want to call it, you know, he's leading the team, and. Yeah, in goals and like you said, what is he second in penalty minutes amongst forwards? Yeah, yeah. So 
it's fun to watch, you know, guy. It's like an Ovechkin kind of thing, you know. I mean, Ovechkin doesn't get a lot of penalties, but he has a lot of hits and stuff. But Yeah, Ovechkin is a big hitter. That is something exciting about him. It's fun when they move the needle in more than one way. Yeah. Like that. It's like, you know, it's not your typical, like, you know, star who, like, I score goals. You guys give me the puck. I'll score That's the goals. That's about it. Make sure someone, nobody hits me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make sure nobody hits me. So it's good to watch guys that score goals also, like, dishing out hits and yeah stuff. So. And, hey, get to a Grizzly game. I mean, yeah, May 4th through the 8th. Hit up one of these games because they've been pretty good against Rapid City. They That's the, the team they start out with, like, five wins, right? Or yeah. four wins straight yeah, or something yeah. like that, yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely going to be a playoff push, I think. I mean, they got, like, six games in between then and now. So a lot can happen in six games, but... Hey, that's four games against the team that you're neck and neck with. So if they can solidify four wins against Rapid City that week, dude, yeah. you could you could put yourself eight points ahead. You take eight points and Rapid City gets nothing. Yeah. That's the that's what you need to open that gap up. Yeah, so don't go to overtime and win these games in regulation. And then just hopefully Tulsa and Kansas City both lose. And yeah. if they play each other, hopefully they both lose somehow too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... No. But, uh, yeah, so, all in all, pretty good. I mean, get your tickets. You oh, know, yeah. Oh, dude. dude. A COVID sellout. COVID sellout. I got it written right here. Right? Yeah. 2,645, I, I think is what it was. 45, yeah, in attendance. It was a COVID sellout. So, that was, and, like, we were looking around the place, and I was like, dude, this place is full. We were yeah. talking about it, how like, full you're like, it was. This is like a... A pretty full night before COVID. Yeah, like, it would look good. So, I mean, it was good to see that many people there. Like, dude, get to these Grizzly games. They're fun. It's a good they're, time. They're loud. Like, when And they're not overcharging the game, for tickets or anything right yeah, now? Yeah, like, yeah. If you can try to go to an NHL game right now with the limited amount of seating, the tickets are crazy priced. Yeah. But the Grizzlies are not. Like, yeah. it's, you know, standard, you see, like, Grizzly prices. So Yeah, and if you want a discount, go to that utahgrizzlies.com slash dcyha. There you go. Donate Support a little the cash to the DC Wind and get yourself some discount tickets. I think they're 16 bucks or something a, a ticket. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, I think, yeah, you can get a good seat, you know, for that price, too. Yeah, so... Get yourself a ticket. Get to those Grizzly games. Hopefully, we can see you. You know, and if we're at the Grizzly game, you know, if you see us, you know, I always got a handful of stickers on me, so I'll get Dude, give yeah. you some stickers for your water bottle or whatever you want to stick it on. Walk around in our Cup Talk t-shirts. Come say <laughs> hi. You know, if you want to figure out how to buy some merch, you know, come t- come talk to us. Is still the, the website is in the mix. It's in the mix. You can go to welcome to cuptalk.com. Says coming soon. <laughs> it's it's there, yeah. It, it does literally say coming soon. You type in the URLs, but so, it, it's it's there. It's in the works. Yeah. So, so yeah, check that out and yeah, get out and watch some pro hockey in Utah. Why yeah. you can't? Why it's really competitive pro ECHL hockey. Yeah. Like this is like these guys. They're getting a lot of good experience. Some of these guys that we see right now in the Grizzlies will probably be playing in the A next year. Oh, for and, sure. For, in like pushing the bubble of getting of making the leap because. It's that concentrated right now in, I, I'll in the be, ECHL. I would not be surprised one bit if we see a couple of these guys on the roster now in the NHL in the next five years. No, not at all. Like, no. take a screenshot of this roster, five years, check it out. I guarantee there's at least four or five of those names on the in the NHL. Yeah, because like a few, I think three of the top five scores in the Grizzlies are all rookies. Yeah. Like Boucher, uh, Cedric Paré, 
I think Gerard, he, he, he went up for a second, came back down from Colorado. But those guys are all young, fresh yeah. out of college or juniors. And so I wouldn't, yeah, put it past him at all. To and maybe if leaps. Garrett keeps this, you know. And, you know, he was a draft pick. He was a fourth-round draft pick in the Ducks organization. So, so I mean, Jordan Bennington went down to the ECHL and worked his way back. So, you know, maybe we see that with Garrett. and That'd be awesome, dude. That would be awesome. And we had him on the pod, you know, when he yeah. was after, <laughs> after the first pro win. That's right. So best of luck to, you know, him. And we're still going to we're gonna keep coming to games and – you know, hopefully catch him on a start. So, but hey, let's, uh, we got an interview today with, uh, Zach Tollett. Yeah. Childhood buddy of mine. Yeah. You play, did you play, we were with him or not at the same time? No, we, we, uh, didn't cross paths. We were after my time, but we played a little bit of men's league together before his Weaver State career oh, okay. kicked off and stuff. And then, um, just hang out, hung out with the same friends and, uh, he's still kind of keeping the dream alive out yeah. there in Michigan where he's living now. So. We'll talk to him about that. So, yeah, let's kick it over to that interview right now. All right, man. Let's okay. do it. Well, today, uh, everybody, we got a very special guest, childhood friend of mine and uh, current, you know, semi-pro hockey player who uh, recently finished up a great career at Weber State University and is now playing out in the state of Michigan at my AHL. We'll get into that. Zach Tollett. How you doing, Zach? Good. How are you guys doing tonight? Really good, dude. Excited to have you on the podcast. We've been trying this for a little while. Yeah, we we have been trying to get Zach onto the podcast for, you know, a while now. Finally accepted our invitation, you know. (laughs) It's a busy man. Busy busy guy out there in Michigan. You just bought a house. I got some downtime to chat with the boys, you know what I'm saying? That's You just bought a house out there, didn't you? Yeah, um, bought a house. Opened a second store out here, so it's been busy. It's been fun. Yeah, let's get into that. So, because you're, you're a, a pro image, right? You're still with Pro Image Sports. Uh, yep. And is, is that so what I brought I'm, you out of Michigan, right? Uh, yeah, they transferred me out here in 2019. Um, just managed one store last year. Did very well in that store, and then we opened up another one. So, district manager of the two, and I I work like close to six hours a week. So I enjoy it. Dude, the grind, man. So I, I admire it. I need a new lid, bro. And the Leighton store never has Leafs hats, so uh. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see if I can find one and drop off there for you. I got you. <laughs> Sounds Dude, good. I always see you all swagged up in your photos, man. With all the penguin <laughs> gear and stuff. I'm always loving it. <laughs> You're the only thing I can rock. You're a penguins fan too? That's right, dude. That's why we yeah. had to get on the pod, man. Uh. Another, pun, another Pens fan. <laughs> I always dog on the Pens, dude. I, I can't wear no Dead Wings here, man. I mean, they're they're all right I this know. year, but there's no way. The Dead Wings, that's so good. <laughs> Wearing like a Red Wings, it's kind of cool, you know, because they suck. So, like, you know, like people just know you're not like, you know, front, front runner or nothing. You know? You're resilient. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Very true. I mean. Everyone here loves them. I see decals and everything like that show up to the games, but I just, yeah, it's not like it was the last couple of years when they went 24 straight to the playoffs, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. You're rocking a Red Wings hat, like 97, 98. Like, dude, you're a total front runner. <laughs> you are. And now you're just enduring. I used, yeah. I used to have a Red Wings sticker inside the toilet of our, of our bathroom. <laughs> right. <That's awesome. laughs> That's how much I used to love the Red Wings. 
that that rivalry with them and the Avs, like living in Utah, growing up watching that, that was that was awesome. But I didn't realize how big a rivalry they had with like the Leafs, for instance, or even the Bruins until I got out here. And it's like you you wear any of those teams until the ice rink, and people just like look at you. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's just that hatred. It's yeah. like where it's like wearing a Pens hat into a, like a Philly game, <laughs> dude. Yeah, that Pens Philly. That's mean. Yeah, Kyle told me about a couple times we went to some Penns Philly games, and he said Penguins fans just get like harassed in the bathroom. One oh, guy pissed bet. on a Penns fan's leg, and he saw it. Like, <laughs> dude, wasn't that like an angry Philly fan that like broke like broke a dude's face at the Penns? Philly outdoor game a couple years ago. like Probably. He, that sounds like, like a Philly. One, one of the dudes ended up in the hospital, like, messed up. And I think he was a, one of the guys that got beat up was a cop. He was, like, an angry, <laughs> angry Philly fan. Doesn't Man, surprise me. your brotherly love, and they don't love no one but Philly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only right. the Philly brothers. Oh. Yeah. Dude, so, you know, in other news, let's let's get into, let's talk about your background a little bit. So where did, where did you grow up playing hockey, and uh, what were you doing before you're at, you know, you got to the league you're in now? Um, so grew up in Utah, obviously played DCYHA wins, Wamaha Grizzlies, coach Ole, like OSA, things like that. So that was, that was always fun growing up playing with a lot of, a lot of different people, especially to see where they are now. Pretty awesome. Um, and then took a couple years off in high school, played other sports then. And then when I graduated high school, I was like, I want to play hockey again. So worked my butt off to go back and play and yeah, going to Weber State and had a lot of fun up there. Had an interview with you a couple of years ago. Yeah, dude. Fun, but, we did make some videos together. Yeah. <laughs> I remember no, I was then, playing men's league with you before that and you were like, I'm going to just, I'm going to get back into hockey and I'm going to go play Weber State. And I was like, whatever, dude, this guy. And then you did it, man. <laughs> you went and played. You had five seasons there, I think. Yeah. Uh, I got five. So. It's pretty solid, solid, man. Solid career there. I mean, Super senior. Didn't put up a lot of points, but a lot of felony minutes, you know. <laughs> dude, just moving the needle in whatever way you had to. That was the same as men's league, dude. It was like the game kind of dead, and all of a sudden, like, what's Zach doing in the corner, man? His mouth is going, <laughs> fists are flying. All right, dude, now I'm pumped. <laughs> now it's a game. Was a game. Yeah, my, my mouth still goes, unfortunately. But off right. the ice, I'm pretty nice. On the ice, not so much. There we go. And so now you're in, it's, is the Michigan Independence Hockey League, is that, is that what it's called? Uh, yep. So what what's that league about? What, what is it? Um, so basically, they want to make it into like a feeder league for the Fed or the SP. Okay. It's not, like it's not bad hockey. We got some guys that play like over in Sweden, C2. Um, we got some guys that play in the EC since like their team's out here. I've been canned this year due to COVID. So it's like some good hockey players. It's fun fun to be around the boys and like see how professionals handle themselves and try and be one myself. So, I mean, you got some older guys that like late 20s, early 30s, and they want to go still be able to play, still be able to drop the miss and like fight, but like be competitive and, and throw the body around and be able to win a championship with, with your boys. Like some of your really good friends, it's something everyone strives for in life so i think i think it's fun um this is like their inaugural season they had last year got canceled because of covid and then right now we only got four teams we got four more coming in the upper peninsula next year so i think if they keep keep expanding it into next year so we'll have a bunch of teams things like that should be fun 
Dude, that's be solid. able to bring like amateur level of hockey around the state of Michigan, other than the Wings or like Kazu and Grand Rapids and things like that. So that's pretty awesome, man. And uh, yeah, so I bet you're getting some pretty solid players in there. Some players have been, uh, you know, played in solid leagues or, or you know college teams before. So I was wondering, is the competition is it similar to where you're playing the ACHA when you're out here, or is it even a a step above? Um. I would say it's a step above. Like we got a couple of kids that came, like come from ACHA D1 and D2 and just the pace of play. Um, having guys come from universities all over, like New Jersey, um, Colorado, things like that, even like Michigan State, some actual D1 programs. It's pretty, it's pretty similar, but it's definitely a step above. So. Yeah, that's cool. And what 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 team is you are you playing for out there? What's it called? Uh, I play for the Gaylord Snow. Gaylord Snow is that is that the town you guys are out of? Gaylord or is it? Yeah, so uh, Gaylord is like an hour before the Mackinac Bridge to go into Northern Michigan, like Upper Peninsula. So it's about a three hour drive for me every every weekend. Oh wow! So you're commuting. Being from Gaylord, is there a lot of meet the parent jokes like the movie, like? His name is Gaylord Fokker on there, you know? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't, haven't heard that one yet, but Nobody? I'm sure that's... Oh, no man. That's Dang. what I forgot to mention is Zach has one of the best locker room laughs <laughs> in the business. It's a good one, man. It's a good laugh. <laughs> Dude, it keeps entertaining. Yeah, I get a lot of flack for it from the boys, but... Uh... <laughs> Can't change it. So, uh, hey, I remember when we used to play together. You were about the the pregame banana. Are you still eating the fresh fruit before the game? Man, actually, I I evolved a little bit. I not not pregame banana no more. Usually a pregame orange, and then I um I'm weird, dude. I drink a I drink a Red Bull before uh, we like get to, well on my way to the rink. I drink a Red Bull, and then. We go have our team meetings and warm up, and like I, I do yoga, and then like right before I step on the ice, I take a scoop of C4 pre workout and just Jeez. put it like in my mouth and hold it in there as I walk out on the ice. And during the national anthem, I just like chomp on it, and then I'm ready to go straight to the dome. So you're getting those face tingles, like as the the puck's about to drop. Yeah, <laughs> solid man. I like the yoga though, man. You're getting in your little get your chi on. Before you I'm getting out. old. Yeah, I gotta get old, and well, I'm getting old, so I gotta loosen yeah, the up a little bit, get my muscles ready to take a beating, <laughs> loosen up the mind. It's true though, because you guys true. are it's full check and everything, right? Like ran like a pro league out there. Yeah, full contact. Um, full contact incentives. We get paid um, a little bit next year after COVID settles down and everything like that. So it's oh, pretty much. Oh really. Semi-pro hockey at its finest, just not as big as as widely known as the Fed or the SP. Oh, there we go. Did you guys get uh, was gearing for free like for you guys this year? Did you kind of have to pay some dues to get the the gear and stuff? Uh, we put in a little bit, but not a whole lot. Like I bought I bought a new helmet. We got gloves, jerseys, shells, socks, everything like that. But like I bought a new helmet. I I don't think blue and purple mix too well. <laughs> yeah, the purple bucket might have been a little off. A little too much. Yeah, so aside from that, um, like 
buy our own sticks still. I'm not going to complain about that, but we get like customized sticks, get our names on them and everything like that, whatever curve we want. So it's, uh, yeah, it's really not bad. Like I'm obviously the dreams of playing pro are out the window. So to be able to still throw my body around and have some fun, I can't go wrong with. Dude, that's still a fun way to play competitive hockey. And I will say, like, the pictures you've, you've taken, man, you guys are swagged up. I like the the dark and light blue combination you guys got, the gloves and the pant shells. It's a pretty good look. Like, you guys did well with uh, the whole jersey uniform combination. Our team owner did a, a killer job at designing those. And actually, the fans in Gaylord picked our, our team name. So I think everything came together pretty well. Yeah, and that's cool. I mean, me and Mason were just talking about how it's fun to, you know, have fun at whatever level you're playing at, whether that be men's league or, you know, ACHA college or professional, like just make it fun and enjoy that level of hockey you're at. And just, you know, it's it's fine that you're not playing, you know, NHL and it's fine that you're not playing youth hockey still. Like just have fun at whatever level you're playing. And I think that's a, a big thing people fail to realize is, like you're able to lace up the skates and, and still play, still have fun um, with a group of boys, like the boys and play the game that we all love, like grew up playing. So no matter what level you're at, you might as well cherish every time you step on the ice. Yeah. It's the same game, no matter what level you're yeah. playing at. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, Very true. So. you're still on the ice. Yeah. Trying to put the puck in the net, you know, end goal is still the same. Yeah. Yeah. Win, win games, win a championship and party hard with the boys. That's right. That's <laughs> <the> right. <laughs> so, uh, growing up, who was your uh, biggest influence in hockey? Um, I had a couple, to be honest with you. Like growing up in Utah, watching the Grizzlies and stuff like that, I was a big Mick Burkota uh, fan. Oh my gosh! Dude, that was pretty cool. That's awesome. You said that. Did you know we had him on the pod? Yeah, I, I actually listened to that for a little bit um, when I was driving up north one day. And I was like, dang, like, just to, like, reminisce on, like, being younger and watching actual hockey. And, like, before we even put on skates and, like, see, I remember he absolutely obliterated a guy at center ice with, like, 10 seconds left. And then <laughs> yeah. for, for some reason they dropped the puck and there was another big brawl. Like, that's one thing I'll always remember. Yeah, those were definitely, it was always fun to watch Mick Vakota play for the Grizzlies, but that's awesome that, you know, like, we all live that kind of that same, you know? Because, yeah, we're the same, you know, Experience. growing up in Utah and, like, watching those guys like Mick Vakota just tearing it up back then and, like, wailing on guys, you know, it's just, that's nostalgia right there. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Who was some of your other ones? You said you had a few. Um. So, Don Biggs, he actually played for the Grizzlies, too. I always, like, I always liked him. Um, but, like, once I got into, like, youth hockey and actually started playing and, and trying to mold my game around who I wanted to be, like, um, Georges Larock came in came in handy. This, the dread. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a great one. Total nice guy. And then just you get on the ice and he just wants to pump your face in for, for two minutes in the penalty box for five. And then he goes back out on the ice and is, like, a really good guy. So... That's yeah. a that's another one I truly liked watching growing up. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch those those enforcers that are actually like really good guys, you know. Because most people just, I mean, that's a stigma, you know, of hockey players. Like they're just like, 
guys looking to beat people up and a lot of people out that are outside the sport don't understand that there's this place for it and why they do it. And most of those guys that are, you know, the enforcers are actually the nicest guy. And that's kind of funny that you've brought up that you really liked watching these enforcers. And then you kind of touched on that, you know, you, you know, you hang out with a lot of kids and you know, you're nice as kids and kids love you. So, and that's usually because, you know, you must be a nice guy, whether you're, you know, <laughs> you know you're yeah. fighting somebody one minute, but you know, it just shows a, a bit of more character. I think about somebody about these enforcers and people that, you know, idolize those kind of guys. Yeah, I definitely think um, guys like that get a bad rep. Like, hockey is the only sport you can really, like, fight in. So, to see two grown men fight during a professional game, especially when it's not like UFC or anything like that, is, is totally different. But afterwards, like, some of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, just big teddy bears guys, they'll sit down, sign autographs, hang out with, the, like, the fans, the kids. But not only, like, after you fight someone, like, tell them good job, like, good luck, or and then go have a beer with them after the game. You know what I mean? It's not... Yeah, that sportsmanship there's, is there. Yeah, it definitely is. Like, there's, I think they get a bad rep when they show it. Not a lot of people outside of hockey would really understand that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's hard for the when you don't, if you're not in the game or yeah, don't necessarily understand the game, you don't really know the role those enforcers and enforcers and like fighters have. But then if you really pay attention and you see them on and off the ice, like they're still role models on the ice and they're just out there doing their job like every other player, like the goal scorers or the goalie, you know, it's just, they're playing their role. Yeah. And everyone, everyone has a role. And I, I don't know. I people, most times people don't go looking like looking to fight, but there's times and a place and throughout every hockey game where something needs to be done or something happens and you got to have someone there to essentially be like the big brother of the team and, and take care of it. So so do you drop the mitts quite a bit or? Uh, I've been in one fight this year and then coach told me to not do that no more. So <laughs> if, it, uh, if it happens this year, again, this year we're in, we're in our championship series right now, but if it happens again this year, I got no problem doing it. Um, I, I enjoy it. I do. That's good. How, how did the fight go? Did you get him? Uh, well, so we were, I mean, we were, up, we were up, what was it? Six to two and the game was starting to get a little chippy and the day before I scored and had an assist, but I was trying to just get, get a Gordy, you know what I mean? Oh and, yeah, naturally. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, okay, I'm feeling myself and he wasn't there. So the next day, like we stepped out on the ice and he's like, he's like, if the game gets out of hand, I know you were asking for one yesterday. You can have one today. And I was like, okay. So we stepped. We scored. I got on the ice, center ice, and he's like, you ready? I'm like, yeah. Like, let, let, let's go. And he's like, no defense, just bombs. And I was like, actually? He's like, yeah, we're just going to throw. And I was like, okay, bet. bet. So, like, we drop our stuff. Just he, he threw nine punches. I threw six. But, like, he, he broke my nose. I busted his eye and his mouth. Ooh. And he had to go to pitches. So, it was, it was pretty even. It definitely... <laughs> Definitely was a fun one. But That's a solid Tilly, though. Yeah. Lasted a couple, like, probably like 10 seconds. Just nothing, like, no defense, not whatsoever. We just threw out each other. So, <laughs> Man, is there any footy of this out there? Any footage? Yeah. I could probably find it for you. <laughs> I want to see this. Yeah, send that our way. <laughs> that was a fun one. Dude, so, that's awesome. 
So you yeah, said you guys but, are in your championship series right now? Yeah. Um, we, I just, Muskegon is on the west side of the state. It's over by like Grand Rapids and Kazoo and things like that. So we went um, out there for two games because it's five-game series. We went out there for two games this last weekend. And how'd you guys do? Saturday. Yeah, Saturday we lost four to two. Um, it, it was an all right game, but Sunday, like Sunday, was a battle three three at the end of the first, and then we just kind of crapped in the bed in the second, and we had a heart to heart in the locker room about do or die, like if we want to go out like this or if we're going to go battle. So we went out um, in the third, scored, popped two quick ones. I had a goal and an assist on those, and then. Just one one mistake with with an empty net let them go down and score. So we lost seven five. But we got three at home this weekend. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're I'm not gonna say we're a better team. Like we split the season series with them. It's definitely competitive. It's it's fun. So I'm looking forward to that. So you guys gotta take all three to move on. Yeah, yeah. We win. We win off. Well, one one game at a time, definitely. But if we win all three, we win the championship. If we if we lose one, they win it. So oh, okay. we got we got. Yeah, we got to take it one game at a time, one period at a time, one shift at a time, and and hopefully things work out. Dude, well, best of luck. That's awesome, mate. Congrats on the goal and assist, though. On seven five win, though. That's that's tough, man. But uh, yeah, we'll be rooting for you guys this weekend. Appreciate that. Yeah. For sure, that's that's awesome to hear that you you know like like you said like just playing for a championship is, you know all you could ask for now at this point in your life and you're doing it, and you're taking it one shift at a time. So I mean that's definitely how you should take life, and I think that's how you know hockey is definitely a one shift at a time kind of game, no matter if you're down by six or one. It's it's one, small one, steps. Yeah. One, one shot can change a game. Um, one shift can one big hit, one shift, anything like that can change momentum. So if you go out one at a time, basically, and just do what you got to do, make sure you do your role, do your job, and everything else should follow. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so with all that being said, um, you know, you've had a chance, you know, opportunity now to play in some pretty cool places and uh, some good games, some big games. Uh, what What's your greatest hockey memory? whether that's college, youth, or currently in MIHL? Oh, man. I don't know. I think I, I, think I got a couple for, for each level of hockey I played in. Um, yeah, that's fine. Going to Canada. Yeah. Yeah, going to, going to Canada with Coach Ole, um, like Calgary. I think I was like 14. I was half my age ago. Wow. Um, but like things <laughs> like that. Like that. Uh, um like that that was definitely something like remember um a lot of tournaments down in arizona colorado pueblo just like fun times things i'll always cherish like i have a lot of a lot of good friends from being younger and just the random memories that pop up in my head from from those are are cool um utah state games when I was at Weaver, just their crowd being all rowdy. <laughs> they are like rowdy. I, I love it. It's that probably my... Arena. Aside from from being at home at, at uh, Weaver State, I think, I truly think that that, that ice rink in, in Logan is, is something special. 
It is. It's a fun barn, and they got all it's all painted their colors. The fans are hype. Yeah, you know they chant at the goalie. It, it is crazy. It's a good time. I remember having dump corn or popcorn dumped on me, and I was like, "Yeah, this is this is what I like." Obviously, I'm in dump. <laughs> Get your popcorn ready. That's solid. Did you see uh, your your Weaver cat? You know, speaking of that, the Wildcats got that final win against Utah yeah. State. Uh, we had a we had a bye week that week, so I watched I watched the first game, the one they ended up losing. Shout out to Logan Allum. Today's his birthday, but he was a goalie in that game when there was a scrum behind the net. Uh, and then the next night, they decided to come back and win. So it was it was fun to see. Yeah. So where were we at? We had a Utah State. Then that's a great memory for you. Were you still going with some some memories, or was that that kind of cap it off? Uh, that pretty much caps it off. Like being, being in, in Michigan and like not even professional hockey wise or semi pro wise, but being able to play hockey with my little brother out here in men's league is some, some I truly cherish as well. And I think those, those moments above all, no matter where I've played or who I've played with or against is, is something I'll cherish more than, than anything else. Yeah, it's kind of funny how, like, you know, you can play for this team, that team, but definitely playing with your friends and your family, like, it's just it's just a lot of fun. It really definitely does. means a little, Yeah, it definitely means a little bit more, a little bit more cherishable, I would say. Yeah, it makes it so – it makes it very memorable. I'm, I'm, I'm with you right there with you. If we had a, a few years of men's league where I was playing with my mom, we had my uncle on the team, my, my younger brother Colby – who you know, and then uh, we got our stepdad into it, you know, just later in life, you know, and he's out there having fun. And so, we, you know, five of us on the ice together, it was just, it was a blast. Yeah, like, that was crazy. I remember playing against, like, you and Coley. I remember um, a couple times playing, like, even just dropping against Nick and Kyle um, at the old bubble and things like that. <laughs> so, good yeah. times. It's crazy. Yeah. Come full circle. It's kind of funny how small the hockey world is and, you know, you play against everybody and, you know, you meet up in life and everybody knows this guy, that guy, and it's everybody's connected some way or another. Yeah, well, even out here is like 2,000 miles away from home. I know people who have played with, with people that live in Utah. Um, seeing like Garrett Metcalf and Jared Pike and Garrett Brickley go, it's just like, like so many people know each other. The hockey community is, it, it seems small, but it's really big. So, yeah, it gets spread out. Like it gets vast really quick, you know, like you get one guy out of state and then they meet these people who meet these people kind of thing. And it's pretty, it's pretty cool out spider webs out of, you know, and, but I was going to ask you, yeah. So did you, I think you're a 94. Did you, did you cross paths with Jared Pike or Garrett growing up? Um, Garrett a couple times. Like we know of each other, I'm I'm pretty sure we probably played against each other or, or with each other or even practice and stuff like that. But Jared, for sure, me and Jared were on the same Wamaha team. His dad um, coached us back in the day, and then when he came to DCYHA, we were on the same team as well. So that was that was fun. It's, it's cool to see those guys do some, even CJ Stubbs trying out for the Grizzlies main camp and things like that. It's just crazy that life comes comes full circle like that what what year did you play or what level did you play dcyha um i played house and travel back then and i 
I played from like I started when I was six, and then I stopped playing when I was fourteen. So eight years span would have been two thousand to two thousand eight. Nice. I mean, I, I coach now DCYJ, so, you know, it's cool to see people from that organization, you know, making it to where you are now. And Yeah, I think I still hold a whole, whole lot of telling minutes in, in that league, too. So. <laughs> oh, nice, His name nice. somewhere in those books. They give out the Zach Award at the end of the season. They got the most telling minutes. <laughs> the biggest enforcer. Yeah. Uh, they call it. I think they call it Zach in the Box back then, or something like that. <laughs> Zach in the Box. Zach in the Box, dude. That's classic. Dude, that is funny. <laughs> Get like an old Jack in the Box and make it a Zach in the Box with the Zach coming out the top <laughs> with your with your hair with your hair flying everywhere. <laughs> Spent a whole whole lot of time there. Not gonna lie. <laughs> And then there, there's no like separation between the bench and the the box. That's always a good time. <laughs> You're still like right on top of each other. I think that's yeah. I think that's the reason for most of the like fights and like arguments that happen in men's league and in Bountiful because there's no glass in front of the, <laughs> the belly right. box, so the chirping doesn't end after you get sent to the box. You know, the whole team's right there next to you. Especially those penalties in the neutral zone and then you got the face off right there at the dot it's just yeah <laughs> the chirps are coming yeah, definitely that's where you get thrown out of the game for you know keep talking because the ref three in the box and you can just keep talking because there's no glass <laughs> well I think even even the old bubble was like that too yeah. with the penalty boxes right there just yeah fun that, times man that's crazy yeah <laughs> non-stop <laughs> non-stop chirps and you just Sometimes you got to learn to cool it. I haven't quite mastered that one yet, but we'll <laughs> it's, right. it's, it's something I don't think a lot of us have a handle on. So I think you're all right there. I think yeah. it's just competitive. Yeah. Hockey, I think hockey players are, are really competitive, but like off the ice goes back to the unfortunate thing off the ice. Everyone, everyone's a good, good person. It seems so 60 minutes of, of hockey will get the best of you, but 60 minutes of life outside off the ice will definitely make, make you a whole bunch of friends. Oh, that's right. And then it also, you know, makes you realize how much you cherish those 60 minutes on the ice, you know, oh, definitely. just, you got to make the most of everyone, every, every one of them you get, you get 60 minutes on the ice a week or whatever. And you, that's the highlight of your week and you can't stop talking about it, you know, <laughs> thinking back to it, you know, I mean, even me, like I play a men's league game and I just like, it's just men's league, but I still like analyze it and think about it all week. Like, oh man, if I just would have did that, or you know, like, <laughs> man, that was awesome when I that know. happened. Or like, <laughs> and I love the locker room after the game, before the game. Like, that's why I love playing still. So, I'm pretty sure my wife wonders what I do in the locker room for you know 30 <laughs> minutes after a game. Every but... game, Nick, you're the last one out. You still stink. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what she says. <laughs> Don't worry, I am too. Oh. Dude, it's just too easy to keep talking, hanging out with the boys. I mean, locker, locker, locker room will tell you a lot about a person. So, like, once you get to know people, it's, it, it's hard to leave. It's The anticipation to get there is, is even more. So, I don't know. Like, just the game of hockey in itself, between, like, actually playing and, and the locker room and things like that is something – something i cherish i think everyone does and it's hard to like explain to people like that because i mean if you play like 
men's football, like after, you know, you played your college days, like there's no locker room or if you play soccer, you just show up, get on the, you know, but hockey, you still got the locker room, you know, and you still got that time with just the boys, just the team. Even if like somebody's like kids in there, whatever, it's still like just a, a fun time and definitely something I cherish and I love. I love the locker room. I love getting the music going still, you know, <laughs> and just like you it's know. awesome. Yeah, and that's what's great because you can make it whatever you want to be. Like you yeah. can you can be as quiet and boring as you want it to be, or you can put in the effort to make it a good time, you know, to get everybody going. The music facilitate the discussion. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I, and I think, I think everyone always wants to be there. Everyone always wants to have a good time. So once you're there, it everyone's happy to not only be able to play the game, but just be able to be with your friends or your boys or whoever it is. Like, even if it's like a, a drop-in locker room, those are always fun too. So I think as long as, as long as you get there, I don't think anyone will ever truly understand what it's truly like. Yeah. Definitely something you can't really explain over a conversation of why it's such a a special time. I guess you want to can put it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great atmosphere. So love it. You're calling us here. It's like what nine? Yeah, nine p.m. your time. I know you're you're working. What what is that day to day like for you right now with uh, work and and hockey and managing all this right now? Man, it's crazy. And I'm not gonna lie, and it, it gets. It gets to be a hassle, but but I truly enjoy it. I work Monday through Friday. Um, my store opens at eleven. I usually get there about ten, and then we close at seven. And just recovery from how busy it is 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 fun. Sometimes I'm there seven thirty. Other times I'm there till nine thirty, ten o'clock. So some days some days will be easier than others. And then we have practice Friday night and Saturday mornings and then games Saturday night and Sundays. So work, work all week. As soon as I get off work on Fridays, I head, head straight up there. Um, usually get to the hotel or coach's house, watch film and then go to bed, wake up Saturday morning, practice lunch with the boys and then game time. So not too bad. Yeah. No rest for the wicked there, huh? Just, 10 hours, 10 hour days, 11 hour days, right into a full weekend of hockey with the practice in the morning. That's the life, man. That, you know, that's, that's busy, but that, that does sound fun for, you know, for a single guy out there in Michigan. I think you're single, right? Yeah, I'm still single. Man, uh, it's kind of hard <laughs> with all of that busyness. <laughs> Hopefully well, Mason didn't throw you under the bus there. Like. You <laughs> <laughs> he just barely got a text from his girl, you know, what? I thought I was your girl. <laughs> No, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Like I don't got time to date or anything like that. Like I'm just dedicated to myself right now. So I learned I got a three hour drive to really just think and contemplate head. my yeah, uh, contemplate my next steps. And then I also got a three hour drive back home to decompress and things like that. So it sometimes it's a lot. It's overwhelming. I don't know how I do it, but to be able to. I love my job, so to be able to to work and then go play a game that I truly love, I've played my whole life, is is something I want to try for the world. See, that's awesome. And and getting up, you know, growing up and getting to know you, um, and we got to know each other a little later in life, and uh, just who you are as a guy and uh, a man, and knowing how great of a person you are, dude, and and watching you like really 
progressed your hockey career so quickly in the time that I've known you. It's I'm dude, I'm it's it's awesome to see you doing well out there and closing on your own house and running your store and, you know, being a leader in that side of your life and then getting to play every weekend and, and live out the dream, dude. I'm super stoked to see you you living it. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, I do. It was a, it was a challenge for a while, but any, I, I'm a big believer in mindsets. Anything you put your mind to, you, you can achieve. And growing up, my mindset changed, and it wasn't just about me anymore. It was about being a leader, um, not only for my little brothers, but like I coached league football for a little bit, just being able to be a leader for those around me and someone that people can look up to. So I truly appreciate that, man. Thank you. Absolutely. And that's another thing too, is that you have, I always see posts, man, you're such a great brother to your two. You have two younger brothers, right? Uh, yeah, both little. Yeah. You've always been really good, good to them. And so I'm sure, you know, they've loved having you as a role model. I hope so. I told them to be better than me, but I'm pretty darn good. <laughs> that's, that's what we all want, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's been, it's been awesome talking to you, man. It's been really fun. I, you know, we've kind of, I think we've like crossed paths a couple of times, but never really, you know, had a time to sit down and talk to each other. So it's really good to get to know you a little bit more and, you know, kind of getting to know the, the real Zach. So that's awesome. I mean, Mason talked highly of you, wanted to get you on the show and I'm really glad we did. So, and uh, best of luck, you know, this week in the the championship. Man, I appreciate that. Good to finally sit down and actually talk to you guys. Um, I know I've been been hard to get a hold of recently. <laughs> hey, so. you sound hey, like a pretty busy guy. <laughs> after uh, listening to the grind, dude. Definitely. So, yeah, good luck to the, the Gaylord Snowman. And keep posting it all on Instagram and Facebook so we can all see this great journey. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I hope, hope you guys are both doing well. Yeah, man. Absolutely, Thanks man. On. Thanks again. Anytime, you guys have a good one. Yep. All right. Welcome back to the Nick and Mason only. To just Nick and Mason. <laughs> just Nick and Mason. A great interview with uh, the Zach Tall. That he, definitely was a, a fun one. You know, I mean, it didn't really get into a lot of like, you know, this and that, you know, story, but like it was just, it was a good, it was a good interview. I, it, we had a lot yeah. of fun. It felt like we were just hanging out with the dude. It did, and uh, it was cool to hear about the Michigan Independence League, the MIHL, and what it's about, and kind of them, you know, I didn't know they were trying to feed into the, the Federal Hockey League or the SPHL, and, and it actually sounds like a pretty fun league, like legit thing they got going on, and yeah. they're going to double in size next year. Yeah, and honestly, one of the funnest things that I think we, we touched on there was the locker room, you know. It is, yeah, definitely like an unsung part of hockey or an underrated part of hockey. Yeah, like it's just... And it's hard to explain to anybody who's never been in a hockey locker room that, like, that's half the fun. It is. Even after you, I mean, after you lose, you know, like, you can still have fun in there and talk. And, you know, it's it's the, the mood and stuff in there. But, like, before a game, like, you can have as fun as you want. Like, I don't know. Like, people always, like, you know, hated the Beavers for this and that. But, like. Honestly, if I had to say, like, what made the Beavers the team that stuck together and the way we, like, we stood up for each other and, like, everyone thought we were just a bunch of troublemakers, but it was really that we cared about each other is that all started in the locker room, you know? And we were, like, I mean, you've been in the Beaver locker room. It's everybody, like... It was a family, dude. You know, and everybody kind of knows everybody, and not everyone knows each other, like, personally, like, hang out, you know, and didn't know each other before, but, like, everyone becomes friends in that locker room, and it's... 
it's a fun time. And, you know, I usually bring the little speaker and get some music going. And, you know, it reminds me, you know, when you were young and in high school and, like, someone brought the boom box, you know. Yeah, and like, you got, like, a technical song on there or something and you're fist bumping or you're all, you know, yeah, pumping the same thing. So, like, if you can get some music going, get the juices flowing, people are talking, people are having fun, you know. And because nothing's more awkward when I go to, like, other men's leagues and stuff and like where you play with another team and like it's just a really quiet locker room it's really yeah it it's it's weird to go on like walk onto the ice not having really said a word yeah as you were getting dressed you yeah know? like and there's definitely those quiet guys that come in and they just get dressed and they get on the ice and play and you know you don't if you don't talk in the locker room you're probably not going to talk on the ice probably not going to talk on the bench so dude just get to know your players and your teammates and it's really fun when, like, your team becomes a team, you know, and everyone talks. And, like, and this last team I played for, it was a funner team. You know, it was a fun team. We got the locker room talk going before and after, so and we won a championship. So, yeah, and I think that's why we did it, you know, because it was a team kind of not everyone knew each other. But I think the more you can bond in the locker room, the better you're going to bond and know each other on the ice. Yeah, and it's it's fun, too, to, like, get the personalities to come together. So, like, like my men's league team, the the ball rogs are now the goats. I think what they're rocking and <laughs> we were playing in the county, dude. There was you know some a couple wild cards that were that we got recently that you know came from a different walk of life than a lot of us. And when he would get into his stories, you know, some involving drugs and parties. At first, I was just like, dude, this guy has lived a different life than me, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how to respond sometimes. Yeah. But then when you mesh all that in to everybody being kind of on the same sheet of music, dude, just. You're one day a week or whatever. You come in from wherever you're at in life. But then when you're there, dude, you're there with your boys. Yeah, and you, you become friends in that locker room. And kind of like I talked earlier, that like that's how I met Tobin, which is like, dude, one of my best friends now, I'd say. Like, yeah. I called Tobin for anything. And I met him on a random hockey team, you know. And like the Eggleys, I don't know if you've ever met the Eggly fan. You know Justin and those guys. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Met those guys, random teammates that got thrown. Like, I, I was short one season. Like, hey, here's this guy. Is that what, and, how it happened? Yeah. Really? And, like, yeah. And now, like, Justin's you would probably great. think, like, yeah. I, we were best friends, like, growing up. No. And, like, now I see his family. If I see his family anywhere, it's it's hugs. It's what's up, you know. And we've done a lot of stuff together. And it's it's almost like they're family now. And it's just that we were randomly on a team together so and yeah dude you never know who's in that locker room and who's going to be your new best friend so get to know everyone and yeah. you know and like 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 after we won this championship game we went to Chili's with the group and you know and I you know I'm switching teams and I'm kind of sad to go and like Autumn was like dude I like this team I like these guys you know and she wasn't even in the locker room so mm -hmm. so it's, yeah it's fun when you can get out of the locker room too and go, you know, take the celebration, like on the big wins championship, <laughs> right? You know, and you can go yeah, have yeah. a good time and just talk about life and, you know, get to know uh, each other a little and more. And I like to get the team together for like a barbecue or something, you know, yeah. come and stuff. And not everyone shows up and that's all right. But, you know, I think it's fun to hang out with the team, whether it's on the ice or off the ice. But, yeah. Well, should, we get in? Should, we get, should we move along? Let's, I mean, like we're kind I of guess derailed we haven't again. even gone to the next segment, huh? Because we just keep talking the locker room. Thanks, Zach, for getting yeah, us yeah, talking yeah. about the locker room, man. This will either be everyone's favorite episode because we didn't stay on a schedule, or it'll be everyone's least favorite episode hey. because we, we were not scheduled at all. Tall, he was a good dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll be that's the only like you know consistent part of this episode was that interview so far. So yeah, let's get into some NHL hockey. Let's, let's talk it. Huh? A lot of stuff like. I feel like this week was a 
a lot of stuff happening in the NHL, you know, a lot of good stories and stuff. And yeah, right from the trade deadline to, yeah, like, to a bunch of good stories happening. I, and I feel like the trade deadline was so long ago. I know because of all the cr- the cool stuff that's yeah. happened since. I mean, we we could talk, you know, most impactful trades probably Anthony Mantha, you know, scoring four goals in four games and one assist for the Capitals. Just an instant contributor to the team. He's been solid to watch on a team that already is full of goal scorers. To have another guy just step in, and I mean, you were a little bit nervous, you know, trading Verona away or like, I mean, yeah, Jacob Autumn was, was a like, good name. What are they doing? Training yeah. away, and I guess it was a attitude thing. And but I mean, hey, looks like the return was even better than expected. Yeah, I mean that GM over there nailed it with that one. So lining that up, and you know, even Taylor Hall did his, yeah. you know, doubled his points goal total, <laughs> doubled his goal four total. games, <laughs> up to four goals. Well, now he got he got his two goals in three games, so he doubled his okay, goal total. Yeah. He. He had uh, two goals in 37 games with the Buffalo Sabres, and then he got two goals in three games with Boston. And now he's had four games, but still. So it's paying off for Boston and for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starting to remember James that he, too. you know, he is a goal scorer and stuff, and that's awesome for him to kind of get that confidence back because I'm pretty sure it's hard to just be known as, you know, that number one pick that get kind of thrown yeah. around, the, you know, just tossed around the league, you know, and. This has been a bit of a journeyman, yeah. Started, probably had to look deep into himself and ask me who he is, you know. And and Buffalo, you know, they were mathematically eliminated from the playoffs yeah, this week. Yeah, and that's another fun story out of this week. But, you Tukarski. know. Tukarski. yeah. Doesn't just Karski, his last win was like. Like five years ago? Yeah, it was like 2017 or something. I think I saw it. I think he was playing for either the Ducks then or the, the Canadians. He played for both those teams. And they went 2-1 and one against two of the top three teams. They got a win against Washington and yeah. they went against Pittsburgh Yeah, last yeah. week. And, well, he went 2-1-1. One, and 2-1-1, one, so, and, one and one. yeah. And they yeah. lost in overtime to, was it the Bruins? I think so. Yeah, so. I yeah. mean, those are three playoff teams. So Those are, the, yeah, the three teams, top three teams right there. So, like, really cool week. And he was 31 years old. It's cool that, like, how, you know, just being ready for your shot, just like what we talked to with Garrett about, you know, like it doesn't yeah, matter like, what stage of your career you're at. You still got to prep to be that guy. Cause you may be, just be that guy. And he is that guy right now. And he's stepped up to the plate in the last four yeah. games. Like it's cool. And if you're playing men's league, just remember to stretch before the game. Cause you never know when it's going to be your time. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're working on your shot in the, the garage, you know? <laughs> and I mean, in that same division too, you know, this guy, you know, he's been good, but our Timmy Panarin, Turn it up. He got that third star of the week and uh, went four, six, and ten. Yeah, on the week in those four games, and he's scoring a average a point and a half right now, and he's tenth in the points right now, fifty two. It's like if he would have been healthy all season, he's up there with McDavid and Drysaddle. Oh, well, he was healthy. He just had some off ice business. That oh, that's to, what it was. Yeah, ten too. So, um, yeah, and. He's been a FanDuel gold mine this last week. <laughs> <laughs> like like his teammate Zabinajad was. Against, yeah, yeah. You know, the Flyers last yeah, couple weeks. Yeah, so you just got to find out which Rangers hot and go with them, which, you know, I I think I heard on NHL Network, I think it was Kevin Weeks talking about how everybody in that lineup has been scoring goals. I mean, there's points all over that score sheet. So, And that's good. And teams like that that can spread the wealth, those are teams that usually go deep into the playoffs. Yeah. So I know they're four points behind Boston right now. And Boston does have two games in hand, but 
I mean, you're talking a team that could maybe, you know, make some noise in the playoffs. Right. They're sitting four points behind Boston, and Pittsburgh is only up on Boston, what, two points now? Yeah. So, so there's not much room for error right there. Um, so those top five, top six teams in the East, they've all got to stay strong if they want to keep their spot. I think, you know, Washington and, and the Islanders, they've been consistently those top two. Yeah. But uh, from there, there's not much room for error. These guys need to. Well, and even Stay Washington, I mean, season. yeah, they got a little bit of a lead, but, I mean, it's only, what is it, six points right now in, in front of Boston? Yeah. So That's three games. I mean, you get a three-game series against them, you could be right there. It's all competitive. Yeah, they're only two against two up on the Islanders and four away from the – three away from the Pens, four away from the – or six away from the Bruins. But, yeah, they all got pretty similar records too. You know, Washington Islanders are both six and four in their last ten. Uh, Pittsburgh seven three and one, and Boston seven two and one. That's only nine games. Anyway, but the two hottest teams in the division though have been Boston and New York. So yeah, they're creeping up, and they're and definitely they battling. Hall. Yeah, they're battling for that position. So I mean, is it going to end up being Boston and New York in, and Islanders or the Pens fall out, or even Washington, you or know. or is it going to be a battle between Bruins and Rangers to get in the playoffs? Time will tell. You know, and like before the season, a lot of people talked about this division being the best division, you know, and I really don't think it's been the, the maybe it has. I don't know. The I mean, West, the West has been garbage, you know, outside of, yeah, it's been top heavy Vegas all season. Um, I think the North, you know, was kind of Russian roulette, but it was more like who was going to lose the games themselves rather than win the games. So, <laughs> yeah, those top three in, you know, the North, we know who they are in. Yeah, uh, you know uh, Edmonton and in Toronto and Winnipeg, but outside of that, it's it's it basically. I think see. that fourth spot is really like who's not going to wet the bed. Yeah, exactly. It's not who's, who's like, going to wet who, the bed least amount. Yeah, like <laughs> who's gonna? It's not who's going to overachieve and like get in. It's who's going to mess it up and not get in. Because yep. <laughs> I mean, any team could get in in that fourth spot in the North. So and that's yeah. Outside of the, I mean, unlike those divisions, you know, the East is still. Like yeah, they're it, fighting tooth and yeah, nail. Yeah, it's fighting. It's not Fines like, you know, the, two teams like... Yeah, from the first seed to the sixth seed. Which which team's going to be over 500, you know? <laughs> <laughs> A winning record will get you in this year. Yeah, so, I mean, and they're both on four-game win streaks, so it, it's definitely looking like which one... I mean, do they play soon? Who's that, New York and Boston? Yeah, I mean, let's check it out. I'm not I'm gonna, sure. I'm going to look it up real quick. But yeah, it's definitely going to be a fun one to watch going down the down the stretch. Yeah, and you know, speaking of trades, I'm a little jaded here, but Carter picked up his first point <laughs> in a loss yesterday. But hey, but, Jeff Carter got a, an assist in that Sabers game yesterday. Yeah, Boston and New York only play two more times this year, and it happens to be the last two games of the season. Wow, what? How would that be if that was like? If they were both, you know, two points, you know, one or two points away, yeah, and I decided yeah. that four seed. It would be like that year that the Rangers, like, went, it was between them and Philly to make the playoffs, and it went to a shootout. And Philly won in the shootout, I believe, and then they went on to get into the Stanley Cup Finals. That was the, that was the year they went to the Cup against the yeah, Blackhawks? Yeah, it, the season came down Solid. to a shootout, so... It's crazy. You never know how you don't. It doesn't matter how you get there. Sometimes you can still go the distance. Yeah, like L.A. won the cup. Yeah, as the eighth seed, and then the seventh seed or sixth seed or whatever. And, and like it really does. Like you, you see at the end of the season, there's always that team that lost out by two points. And you're like, it was that game in December that they blew. You know, like that mm-hmm. was the difference. So I mean, every game is meaningful, and you never know when you know 
and you're going to be out of the playoffs by two, three points. Yeah, and I mean that was it 2016 when the Penguins won the fr- their first cup of the first the two back to back and like the third away through the season they were really looking down and out and Crosby was like 50th on the score sheet or something like that <laughs> in points and then they just went on a tear well they got Sullivan yeah they yeah. went on the tear and Crosby finished number one in points in those like remaining games of the season and then was like number five or six overall like and they got hot at the right time and, and won the cup and that's what it takes for the Penguins to go win a cup is get a new coach so hey with Sullivan steps but then he won another one well yeah season, I mean but, he yeah. did win another one but what I'm saying is you know both times they won a cup you know can, or was Biles my first year coach in 09 yeah, yeah I, he was hired on that year so he it, well, he wasn't on the bench then when they lost the previous year it, in is, Detroit. it is cool to see how how often that works Teams, yeah, the you know? culture switch or something like that. Yeah, right? you know that, that happens. I mean, I'm pretty sure Daryl Suter was a was a first year coach when the Kings won. Right, and he and when uh, Patrick Waugh took over for the Colorado, yeah, they went from like you know a bottom team in the West yeah. to what number two or one in the standings for a long part of that season. Yeah, and then I mean, I mean, I feel like we're bouncing around the NHL, but it's kind of funny to watch the Avalanche now because I mean, I think three or four years ago when the Avalanche were the worst team in the NHL, there was a lot of people like Joe Sackett's the worst GM, you know, yeah. and like why did they even hire him because he's an alumni and all this stuff, and now people can't stop talking about how much of a genius Joe Sackett is. He's a better mind than he was player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I mean, Patrick Waugh did walk away from coaching and stuff, and. That's, he was entertaining, man. It, it you know, was. like a Tortorella-esque behavior. You know, like, what was he, smashing the glass down? Yeah, <laughs> I was at that game. game. Were you at that game? I was game? at that game. That was so sick. Yeah, against the Ducks. That was, that was, a, and I, I kind of saw, like, the crowd was all standing up. We were in the corners. Like, we could just kind of, like, see the top of the really, glass, yeah. like, going. But, dude, you heard the crowd just erupt. Dude. <laughs> was that, that was an Avs home game, right? Yeah, yeah, it was the Avs, yeah. I I was I remember I was rocking a, a duck shirt with an Avs jersey over it because <laughs> I, I like both those teams. <laughs> I know I love your Knicks videos, man. In the playoffs, like one of your teams gets knocked out and you, you pull off the jersey and you got another one on. Yeah, the team yeah. is still in. You know, and I think the NHL is fun like that because, like, when I watch football, like, I mean, I root for one team really, and like, yeah. you know, you don't really have many other teams. You like, eh, you know, most football games I watch, I'm like, I really don't care who wins. But like yeah. hockey, I can always say I want that team or that team to win. Like, yeah. I can usually, like, I could probably, you know, if I sat down, list my favorite teams from one to thirty-one. Right. It's it's a lot easier to like rank <laughs> the in betweens. Like, you have your clear number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you have a number two and a three and a four, and and you know why versus yeah, like yeah, in most other sports, it's like I know my number one is, and then it's kind of a it's a crapshoot. Yeah, uh, you, you could, know, it you could, could change say any like, year. you could be like, "Hey, Arizona's playing Carolina." Back, well, I want Arizona to win. Here's why? my reasons why. Why? Because I like Arizona more than I like Carolina. And with the, <laughs> when it takes a full lineup too, you're like, you have certain guys, and that you can pick out on the team. Well, I liked him when he was here. Yeah, yeah. In this, I like his personality. You know. Like, yeah, and I like I said, I always go for the underdogs. So Arizona, you know, they're kind of an underdog. They're the fun. Last couple of years, and they seem to kind of get what everyone's garbage, but people don't want, you know, and. Yeah, and being from Utah, you know, those are kind of our, we're in between those, or, you know, Colorado and Arizona, you know, yeah. so and I Vegas, like rooting for Arizona a little more. Well, now Vegas, I guess I forget, yeah. I, but. I'm really not a Vegas fan, though. Like, 
they became that kind of front runner, right? Yeah. Like, like, as soon as Vegas announced the team, like, I'm Vegas. I'm about Vegas. I'm a Vegas fan. Yeah, and everybody's a Vegas fan, so you almost feel like you're jumping on the bandwagon, and they did so good that first year. And honestly, I'll say it come down to the, if I have Xfinity, I can't watch Vegas games. Yeah, because they're always blacked out, right? Yeah. And it's so... So, so that's why I'm not a Vegas fan. So my pull to Vegas is just Flower. Is Flurry? Did Flurry? And I liked him a lot more now that he plays. He, he yeah. was kind of those, when he played for the Penguins. He was super good, but like it's kind of like you know I'll like Crosby once he's retired. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot. Of, I, they were talking about that in the game how he's been kind of a you know a disrespected player, an underrated player in his career, even though you know he's still got a lot of accolades in his career. But yeah, he's kind of like easier to appreciate. He's kind of like a Martin Brodeur for me. Like I never really, I've never really liked the the Devils, and so I never like rooted for Martin Brodeur. And like everyone's like, he's the best goalie. I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. As soon as he retired, you look at those stats, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, Marty Brodeur. Martin Brodeur, dude, class act, one of the greatest goaltenders yeah. to ever lace him up. <laughs> what would you say? Two weeks, you didn't even like him. I didn't like him two weeks ago. He was playing in the league. <laughs> a lot can change, man. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, my favorite goalie is Curtis Joseph, and he's a goalie that never won a Stanley Cup. And <laughs> hey, but he's a great commentator these days, you know. Yeah, isn't he? Isn't no, he, isn't no, he, he's not. And then one of those pregame shows. I swear, I saw Curtis Joseph with the. Yeah, I mean, he gets on he gets show. on in a lot of not things. He's not here calling play-by-play, but, play, yeah, but yeah. he's doing. Yeah, you know, yeah. some color. You know, talking after the game, post-game yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, and so that's what's fun about hockey, and I mean, we kind of are bouncing around in this yeah, segment, but so but talking about now? Crosby, I wanted to talk about his goal the other day. Ooh, dude, that the whole team getting in on the action with the trainer with the yeah, assist. Yeah, and I had a buddy. He like wrote me as like, dude, goal of the year, and I was like, and like I watched it first off, and because I wasn't watching the game, and. Uh, I, I saw it and I was like, what? Because the goalie? Because like, it looked like the goalie just missed the puck and then Crosby smacks it in. I was like, because the goalie muffed the puck and Crosby knocks it in. Was that goal of the year? Why is yeah. that goal of the year? And he's like, because the stick. And I watched it. I went back and watched it. I was like, all right, dude. That's that's freaking awesome. That's a fun goal. I, I still don't think it's even better than his goal where he batted it out of the air yeah. and then one hand tapped it in. Yeah. But it's one of those fun ones to see, like, yeah, yeah. him just like, I need a stick, 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 stick. You know, come yeah, by, yeah. grab a stick. <laughs> that's almost Score as cool as uh, there was a goal way back when, when I think it was Bobby Ryan was playing for the Ducks, and I think they were playing Detroit or something, and and whatever. So one of the guys, like, lost his stick on the other team and stole Bobby Ryan's stick. Oh, what? and Bobby Ryan picked up that guy's stick and scored a goal with it. Dude, that's awesome! Like, <laughs> hey, I'm keeping this man. This is my lamplighter now. If you look at it, like he like points, he, like shows the stick to like his teammates and stuff. Like <laughs> it's not mine. That's so great, dude. That's gotta be the ultimate. Like, oh man, <laughs> what were you doing, bro? You yeah. dropped your lamplighter. We would have scored if you held on yeah, to that thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's. Uh, I mean, that's always cool when you see like. Fun stuff like that, like you know, someone grab a stick from somebody else and score. Yeah, it. That's what's you know, it's fun about hockey, man. Is yeah, the the gear can go off. You can grab another stick. And, you know, there's a lot of moving of variables. Yeah, that can change within the game during the game. I'm pretty sure I was at a Ducks game when Kadri lost his stick and grabbed a stick off the bench and scored. Were you? Was I'm it? Pretty sure when I, he's rocking a Leafs jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty nice. sure that happened in one of the games. Yeah, I was at when the Ducks when he played the Ducks. So, you know, speaking of lost sticks and found sticks and goals and 
It's just nice. It's fun to see who, you know, gets the shaft and who gets shafted in these <laughs> yeah. moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And speaking of uh, goals and saves of the year, uh, Brayden Holpe's oh freaking. Oh, my gosh, I mean, dude. Canucks are back from freaking COVID. So they're back on the, the COVID ice. month. Yep. You know, they took a month off. A whole off. month of, yeah, yeah so 19 they, positives. And, yeah, here we are. We so, made it past that. So they made it back. And I knew. I was like, they're playing the Leafs. They're beating the Leafs. Like, and I, I guess there was a there was a goal that like it looked like it was in, you know, but I guess uh, it didn't go in, so it didn't go there. So the man COVID Canucks get the dub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean it went to overtime, but man, I had somebody chirp me, it's a kid's dad that I coach, and he is saying like, you know, <laughs> even the COVID, you know, Canucks, whatever, beat the Leafs and stuff. And I was <laughs> oh, like, geez. well, I mean, when you get a month off, they're fresh. You know, you you get a controversial goal your way. You get save of the year by Brayden Holpe that you know sometimes the stars align and you beat the Leafs. <laughs> the stars align, and that's what's fun about hockey, though. You know, it's like the top team. You know, any given night they can go down. Yeah. You know, like it's not that far away. Well, the Buffalo Sabers we were talking just, about, yeah, yeah. like. They're eliminated for playoff contention, but they beat three or Penguins. They beat the Penguins and Caps, and then they had an OT loss to the Bruins. So yeah, you know anything can happen. Anything can happen, and that's what's fun about hockey. I mean, St. Louis Blues two years ago, last in the league in January, come back, win the cup. So some guy wins a hundred thousand off a dumb four hundred dollar <laughs> bet, a stupid four hundred dollar yeah, bet. Like, yeah. dude, why are you betting four hundred dollars on the last like, place team? Like that's a five dollar bet. Yeah. Five. I might even go, you know, maybe we're going to Wendover tomorrow, this weekend. You know, put throw, a 20 on the lead. Throw a 20 on. No, no, no. Like, throw a 20 on, not the Sabres. Oh, but, to uh, win some money? You know, maybe it's like a, a Dallas Lafayette. you could do. Like a Rangers? Rangers or, bet? Yeah. You know, we could do. Yeah, Rangers. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. Crazier things throw that some, happen. Throw some crazy bets down. <laughs> <laughs> Mark would be into it. Let's get your brother yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah. He will definitely, man. He's, He's got the scoop. He loves the sports betting. So, but yeah, I mean, so, I mean, we're in the last month of the season. Definitely seems like, you know, it's getting to that point in the season where like teams are out, they're out, you know, like really the only races are for fourth spot or for last in the league right now. Four or five seeds, yeah, battling it out, and then who's going to get the highest <laughs> odds of getting that number one pick? Buffalo didn't want it last week. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They were like, no, we're, we're winning now. We're yeah. winning. Everybody's dumpster diving right now, you know? I feel, yeah. like, I feel like the Ducks are dumpster diving, man. Which, yeah, it's, it's tough to see because the, they've been a – they were a solid roster for a long time. And yeah. It still doesn't seem like the Ducks – would be out, should be completely out of the mix. Yeah. They seem like one or two players away from being right back in, especially in the West right now. They they sent Trevor Zegers back down to the goals to become, kind of transition him to center, so. And he's looking fun down at the goals. There's a lot of good highlights coming out of it, which is nice. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, if you're down there in San Diego, I don't know if they're letting fans in yet in San Diego, but. Hey, if you're a goals fan, you just got, you know, an NHL prospect that's probably going to be playing in the league for a long time and pretty successful just sent just gifted back down it gives us fun instagram videos to see every other day or whatever too you know from the from the goals when trev zegris is you know doing his moves his yeah. zegris moves being himself down there i got a shout out to uh trevor zegris and my buddy ryan that's out there uh he uh he actually got a little puck sign for alice for a birthday from trevor zegris because i was dope, like dude. i was like hey my daughter's a big uh ducks fan so he was able to hook that up, so 
that was really cool. So shout out to Trevor Zegers and Ryan for that. So when he gets the true rookie season and he puts up the Calder or maybe down the line he gets a con smite or a heart, you know, Alice is going to have that puck. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got and it. And it's a goals puck. When he was a goal. You know, it's a yeah. goals puck, too. That's, a, that's even cooler. So That's a big moment. That's cool. Yeah. So, and, I mean, like, jumping around, I mean, really the West, the, West, the Honda West, I mean, it really just looks like it's between St. Louis and Arizona. It's a... To suck less. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's going to suck less? I mean, they're both, like, in their last 10 games, they both have losing records. Yeah. I mean, um, who's who's going to lose more games? I'm more excited to see Phoenix get in. You know, I always kind of pull for Phoenix and, you know, feel the thrills out there. Yeah. The Iron Man. And I don't think they're going to beat the Avs in the first round if that's who they see. I'm sure the Avs would love it to see them, you know, yeah. on the other side, the four seed there. Yeah, so... But uh, maybe they'll get a W. They could be a one-dub team against they like got, an They Az, got one-dub you know, one last win. year, like in the official playoffs. They won the, the play-in round against Nashville. Yeah. And they got one win, exciting. I think, against – did they play Colorado last year? I don't know if it was Colorado. Who was? It was Colorado. It might have been. That makes got, sense. I think they got one win. So, yeah, it's definitely been fun. And talking about the West, you got the Sharks tonight. Uh, Speaking Patrick of this, Marley. yeah. Yeah, game just it's, about to start, probably. It's about to start, yeah. So it, it's not right. I mean, the game will be over by the time people listen to this episode. But hopefully right now you're getting ready to tune into that game. Yeah, I mean, unless he's been a late, healthy scratch, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a kick to the nuts, man. Oh, man, yeah. So, hey, hopefully you're tuning into NHL Network right now and uh, getting ready to watch that game and watch some history as uh, Patrick Marlowe. Um, 1,767. Yeah. Wow. It's freaking nuts. What a career. Just Yeah, to <laughs> contemplate that from start to now. My, like, when he started playing, dude, guys in the league were, were not even born yet. You know, some <laughs> of them are just, you know, in diapers. Yeah, and he's got more games than, like, like six different franchises. Yeah, and I saw some crazy stat that he's played in a game with at least... 37%. At least one game, yeah, with 37% of the total players ever. In the 100-and-whatever years of the NHL. What? I mean, that's just the random stat, but what the heck? That's so crazy. That's so cool, Yeah, like, to have that that long of a career. But it's also sad to think that long of a career with no cup. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, hopefully they get a win tonight. I mean, Vegas has won five out of the five <laughs> games they played, so. <laughs> yeah, the odds are, are stacked against them a little bit. But. You know. And like Maybe they'll win we, it for Marlowe. You know, with the mid-grade, when we did the mid-grade episode, we kind of talked about it, and I said, Marlowe gets traded if his, you know, record-setting game is before the trade deadline, but if it's going to be after the trade deadline, he's not going to get traded because, like, Sharks would pay him just to have him break they that record. They want him in that with, Sharks uniform, yeah. You know, and I, I saw the Canes uh, tweeted out, like, Kane legend. Because the Leafs traded him to the Canes and oh, they bought right. him out, <laughs> so he never actually really played. Oh, I'm just trolling a little bit. Well, he like, played. What did he play? A couple, couple weeks or so. That's funny, man. I think it was after the season. I don't think he ever played with the Canes. Did I don't know if you remember seeing him on the ice with the Canes? Yeah, I don't even think he laced him up. And if he did, it was a few games, but. But that's awesome. So I mean, we got it tuned up right here. Here he is, you know, taking taking warm ups. Yep. Too Are bad, too bad it's not in San Jose. I know. I mean, yeah, I don't even know if there. I don't even know if there's fans in in San Jose yet. But 
Maybe a lot of them made the, the trek out. Vegas even got those gold buckets on. <laughs> gold shiny buckets. Every time they show the Marlowe highlights of him breaking the record. <laughs> those you gold just see buckets. that glare off the helmets, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I did see a, an interview with uh, Mark Howe today because, of course, Gordy Howe's passed away, but uh, they had an interview with Mark Howe, and he was like, you know, Gordy would be so excited about him. And I do believe, like, that's how, like, hockey players are. Like, they love to, like, Gretzky said he cannot wait for the day that Ovechkin breaks his record. You know, he's going to be the first yeah. person there, first person to congratulate him. And I think that's an awesome thing about hockey is, like, it really is a fun family. And, like, records are meant to be broken, and it's fun to watch those get broken. And yeah, and when, when everybody you're in cheers it. on everybody. Yeah, like when you're chasing it down, yeah, like you want to break it, you know, yeah. is you, you know just as bad as anybody else. But then, like when you're the guy, like when they're watching it, like it's it's all about the next guy up. You want to see the next guy up come yeah. through, and like records are meant to be broken. Yeah, so I mean that's, I mean, and they said if you know if Gordy was here today, he would be at the game, you know, watching him break it, and and his his son kind of said like you know, Gordy just played the game, and all the accolades and all the records just were. Uh, byproduct of it and that's kind of a kind of i think that's kind of been the the uh the underlying tone of this whole show today has been you know hockey is more about just playing the game yeah like what you get from it just by being in the hockey atmosphere you know in that ecosystem the locker room and on the ice and yeah just even the trip to the game the trip home from the game you know like there's so much to value in that yeah and like I, I shared a, a video this week of uh, Ovechkin, you know, getting ready for, you know, a game and how much fun the Capitals have before every game. And it it definitely shows you that at the highest level of competition, the guys are still having fun. Yeah, they're still and, just regular guys. Yeah. They just have yeah. to be amazing at hockey. Yeah. So, like, I mean, to any youth player that's, you know, taking themselves too serious or, you know, or – and, you know, hockey is a serious thing and you should definitely – come to compete because that's part of it because if you're not going to come to compete then you know you're not really coming for the right reason but you know come compete but have fun i mean i always tell the kids like you know let's try and win today you know hockey's fun but what's funner than winning (laughs) exactly (laughs) you know so (laughs) and and like you know benny after every loss i'd come in after we'd lose in the men's league or whatever and i'd be like I freaking hate losing, you know, and I, I hate losing. I really do. <laughs> but, and Benny would always give his speech that, you know, you know, guys, losing's not fun, but playing hockey is, you know, and that's, that's something. It, it, it's, it's hard to, like, sometimes it's hard to see that and remember that, you know, yeah. in the losses. But yeah, to any kid out there who, who's just, you know, working really hard, you know, putting in the work in the off season trying to make that double A, A, whatever, travel team, doesn't matter. Or if you're a guy that's just stepping into men's league, you know, like you just bought a pair of skates, you know, and you're trying to break them in and not be the, you know, the worst bender on the team, like don't forget to have fun. Exactly. Enjoy every second because really you you do remember those times and like you're never going to forget them. So. Yeah, it's, it's right. You have your whole life to, to, win and other things and, and make money and do sport. You don't have your whole, you, you, you won't always be able to play hockey. You know, you won't always be able to lace them up. And you never so you know. Gotta, there is a lot of guys that play till, you know, they're 
some guys do play till they're 15. And that's what's fun <laughs> about men's league is because it can stay competitive and fun up yeah. through an old age. Yeah. But you never know what could happen, yeah. you know, and you, yeah. So you, you may not ever have, you, you know, you don't ever know when you're like, which game could be your last. So, yeah. so. you know, cherish every moment you have with it. Speaking of all this, did you see that dad video where he's like, there's like talking to some little kids baseball team. And he's like, there's two kinds of people in this world, winners and losers. And I'm sorry, but if your dad told you that we just play for fun, well, I hate to say it, but your dad's probably a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> like, like it's something like, like if you, if your dad said winning's okay, it's just about having fun. Well, then your dad's probably a loser. <laughs> Like six-year-olds. No, no, no. Or like, I'll be honest. Like, playing hockey or playing sports is about winning. Like, but I mean, no matter if you win or lose, like, don't forget to have fun. Like, it's I mean, true. I mean, you are there to win, you know. But sometimes you don't, and you just enjoy it. Like, sometimes you know you're cooking dinner, and the goal is to get a really good dinner. And sometimes you burn it. Sometimes it's not cooked right, you know. But you just have fun with it. Yeah, it was a good time making dinner. Sometimes, I got food in my belly. <laughs> tacos become taco salad. <laughs> and it's a story, dude. It's <laughs> a story. Go, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, you think about it, I would rather lose a hockey game than not be able to play hockey at all. Definitely, yeah. And that, I mean, the guy I coach with, Don, he's definitely way better at, like, that sell than I am because sometimes I, I – like I said, I hate losing, you know, so I'm a yeah. real competitor and he kind of is good at bringing me back down. Like, Hey guys, you know, like, and like, especially this last season, like there's a lot of people who didn't get to play hockey because of COVID yeah, and just the shitty situations they were in. But my team and stuff, like we were able to play almost the entire season going. I mean, there was a two week break we had to take, you know, mandatory, but yeah, don't need to rub part, it in Nick. <laughs> hey, dude! You could have came. You could have came and played. I could. I could have tried to get in the Bountiful League. Yeah. Yeah. Geez, come on. I was holding out for my bonus to play in the county league. <laughs> Chris is tossing a little. You know. Yeah. Giving me a discount. You know, Applebee's. twenty-five dollars off my team dues. Applebee's coupons. 3, you know. <laughs> yeah, twenty-five dollars off your three thousand. Let's run some Applebee's coupons, bro. Yeah, we got some. You know, lying around in the. The office here, fifteen dollars <laughs> off with a hundred dollar purchase. Free, free appetizers <laughs> after nine. Wait, that's already the case. No, they're half off. It's, it's free half off appetizer. <laughs> oh man! Well, I think it's been a fun episode. I, I think we've had a lot of fun. This one, it's been a great one. You know, like I said, it was either our worst episode or our best one. I don't know yet. I mean. Tomorrow. We talked about where we are now. I feel like fifteen felt like number one a little bit. <laughs> but I go back now and I loved episode one. Like, I loved it too, dude. I, my like wife, like I've heard something like the interview took forever or whatever. This, I was like, dude, we had a great interview. Yeah, dude. I, he was said some funny stuff, dude. Filthy will forever be our first interview, man. And Charizard with white gloves. Something yeah. like that came out of it, dude. Yeah. And that's It awesome. was just like three hours whizzed by like that. <laughs> I think it took us like five hours probably, to record no, that yeah. first episode. From, from start to finish of it, huh? Oh, yeah. all right. Well, let's let's end this one before we ramble we'll on for another it. like three hours. Yeah, for the fans. <laughs> for the, the fans. fans. And our wives, you know. <laughs> and the family. Yeah. And the family. So, and we can uh, watch this game. Watch some Sharks in Vegas. Okay. Mm-hmm.
Mason, as always, it's been a great night. It's been fun. Yeah, dude. Till next time. One last thing before we go. As always, this episode of Welcome to Cup Talk was brought to you by Hockey Stops. Hockey Stops is a local veteran-owned hockey shop in Ogden located at 4590 Harrison Boulevard. Starting with a dream and a hope to give back to the community and grow the sport. Hockey Stops is a storefront location, open seven days a week. and carries everything from gear, stickers, even training tools. They got some local coffee in there. They got a bunch. Go in there and check it out. Yeah, Hockey Stops also um, offers blade contouring and you know anything you want to do to your skates. He can definitely yeah. do them, and he's going to get you tuned up. He's going to get you sharpened. He's going to get you contoured. He's going to get... You know, just that perfect edge and give you that edge on the ice you need and the edge over the competition. So go check out Corey. Ask him, say, hey, give me the works on the skates. Give me the works. Make it happen. Yeah, so go in there, check it out, grab some stuff, grab some stuff for the kids. Yeah, at a fair price and support a local hockey shop. Yep. All right. Check out Hockey Stops. (laughs) 